0: This is not going to be news to anybody, and it's been said a million times before, but there are not enough hours in the day. I can't get everything done. I thought that your brother was getting you organized. Yeah, the whole office and everything. Well, that's part of the problem, that, you know, I'm so disorganized and I'm such a mess that the process of getting organized takes days you know so now i'm taking all this time to try and get organized and it's pushing everything else back and crowding everything else and i know ultimately it will help to alleviate problems but right now it's just adding more problems i never knew what a mess i was till my brother showed up <laughs> and, and like sitting there trying to justify like why i'm holding on to this piece of paper or that little uh, receipt or this uh magazine from 1932 or uh, is this rock that my kid well the rock that my kid like put some paint on that i have no problem justifying that so do you he save, made it for me
1: you save everything
0: it seems like I save a lot. Yeah, I'm a yeah. saver. And he kind of sits there and looks at me and he goes, you know, and he'll hold this up. But why are we saving this? And it's the warranty from a clock radio that I threw out seven years ago. I'm like, in case, <laughs> in case what? <laughs> in case anybody accuses me of not purchasing it. In the first, I, I, you know, just stuff just piles up
1: something has to break you of that habit I finally was broken of it when I kept moving from apartment to apartment I've moved about five times in seven years and you just have to become a minimalist and life is so much easier
0: well I, I see the I see the uh, promised land mm-hmm. and I see the error of my ways But that's also part of the problem. I have made significant moves in the last 10 years as far as like physically. I've dragged some of these things around the country.
1: That is when you start weeding, when you
0: move. You didn't weed at all? I haven't. And now I'm sitting there going, I'm I'm sitting there with a 50-pound goose juice, Electricity, it does something like it purifies it or something. I don't even know what it does. It weighs 50 pounds. I've moved it around the country, and now apparently it's obsolete. And I'm like, wait a minute. Because it was like a grand when I bought it for uh, my guitar player in Desperado. And I'm like, what do you mean it's obsolete? It's like nobody uses this crap anymore. This is like the digital age, dude. I'm like, crap. So then now some of that stuff hurts that I've been pulling it all over the country, and now I I can't I can't get rid of it now. It's stupid, I know. You have know. to
1: get rid of it now, D.
0: I know I am I am I I'm, I'm stu- That's what he said to me, my brother Doug. He said you you got on this see it's more than just coming in there. organize a man's office it's organized for a day teach a man to organize his office Beth Lockwood Mm -hmm. it's organized for a lifetime he said you have to understand the concept the concept behind organization the concept behind being a pack rat the concept behind saving a piece of paper for something that's worth $5 Mm -hmm. for 10 years is it worth the aggravation I'm starting to get it but anyway, it's chewing up all my time, and now I got all this other mounting issues. Uh, I don't know. I got. To, don't know where to begin with this MTV thing tomorrow. <laughs> got a bomb dropped in my lap yesterday.
1: Oh. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, do to
0: deal with Wow, you have no idea. <laughs> I you know, have no but idea. I can't
1: wait to hear about it. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, well, you're not going to hear it this second because... Whose stupid song is this? Oh, sorry, Nick. <laughs> Nick's Choice, D-Sider Radio, Radio 104. Uh-huh, uh-huh. D-Sider Radio, Radio 104, Clutch, Back With A Vengeance. That track's cool. thought you might like that. I do like that. I haven't heard from Clutch. What are you smirking about? I think I
1: have a picture of his backside in my wallet
0: If you care to kiss it right here <laughs> oh, You Darkside, you piece of crap
2: Because you know that I could have played your song this morning But I didn't I Darkside Dark- made a late day plea yesterday D, Like around four thirty, five 5 o'clock He wanted to switch song days Because he's so excited about his song choice for tomorrow He just heard the
0: song yesterday it's not the Afro Man song, is it? Of course, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just played it. Yeah. I, know, I Oh moment. God, that, that thing is going to be around forever. <laughs> oh no, I think it. I think it will go away in I a couple of Think it's weeks. a novelty?
2: No, yeah. you don't think so, do you?
1: It's no. got a good groove as well. It's as good having. summer
0: groove. People are going to yeah. associate it with summer, and it's just going to be. I'm not going to say it's going to be played on the airwaves, but it'll be sung from now until doomsday.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At every
0: freaking hot, smoked, filled concert event. (laughs) There'll be a rousing rendition, uh, Because I Was High, or whatever the title of that Afro-Man song is. It's it's freaking catchy. But that one's bad. That one's badass.
2: Yeah, I like that. The guy sounds like the guy from Monster Magnet, I think, a little bit. It's cool.
0: Yeah, it's Monster Magnet. It kind of, uh, I don't know if you guys will appreciate it, but it reminded me of Zappa.
1: Hmm. Yeah, oh, I can he, hear that, yeah.
0: He would do these like novelty kind of songs where he would like parody what was going on, you know. And that was a lot of that, you know, want some ice cream sir? you're lactose intolerant. That was, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Frank would have been all over that. <laughs> 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 uh, these people are carrying the torch. <laughs> it's not me. So
1: so tell us the news. Are you going to tell us the news now? The MTV News?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, I should, I, I've been debating whether to talk about it on the radio because
1: are you feeling in for Mariah?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it's okay. nothing, nothing like grandiose like that. It's it's really problematic, and it, it's kind of. I'm trying to figure out the right way to um, handle it. But check this out. On tomorrow night, the MTV uh, Awards, MTV's 20th anniversary party. It's at the Hammerstein Ballroom. And um, there are two entrances. There is the red carpet entrance, and then there's the regular people entrance. MTV told Koch Records, who are doing this Twisted Tribute record, and they put out my album, um, that they want me to walk down the red carpet. Of course, of course. But the rest of the band, they want to use the other entrance. Oh. Literally said they don't want them walking the red carpet. And The guys are, uh, are just, you know, justifiably hurt and offended.
1: Well, it's the same thing all over again.
0: Exactly. Exactly. This is the, the kind of stuff that really hurt the band back in the day. And, um, you know, and so now I'm trying to figure out how to handle this appropriately. I mean, I know what they're thinking. Thinking that these guys are going to walk the red carpet and nobody's going to know who they are. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, you know, and so I got to figure out what to do about it. See, I didn't
1: even know that the other guys were going until just a second.
0: Yeah, they were invited. You know, I mean, this—it's like three thousand people, and it's it's friends and family and associates of MTV over the last twenty years. It's not open to the public. So celebrities, of course, business people, you know, and I'm sure any, you know, it's it's not that tight where if a band, you know, was uh, was in the videos, sure, they're friends, they're associates, they, they fit in there in some capacity, <clears throat> but they don't feel that they're celebrities enough to walk the carpet. So I got to try and figure out. Like you know, am I supposed to say, "Hey, if they don't go, I don't go"? Kind of thing. I mean, I'm not the band's not together anymore. I'm just barely putting a friendship back together with these guys. But then again, is this you know important to to you know reestablishing that friendship and showing these guys, showing these guys that you know I'm not uh, the same guy I was, the arrogant guy I was, who didn't want you know I was I was just out for myself back in the day. You know, so that stuff didn't bother me at all i wanted to like keep us <laughs> <laughs> i loved keeping a distance from them because uh we don't like there's something coming up with do, it doesn't function well as a group like we're gonna do we're going to as the all five guys are gonna be hosting vh1's rock show you, Where do guys you see are? it yeah
1: i didn't know that i just found out oh
0: this is all stuff that's going on. So uh, we're we're hosting VH1's Rock Show, which is their heavy you know metal show that's on on weekends or Friday nights or something. And you watch when you see it, you will see the quietest D. Snyder that you've ever seen, because they get like this loud, stupid thing that they do going on when we're all together, which is great when you're hanging around on a bus and you're you know kind of like kind of like our guys. Yeah, you see, know, you see, a, you see the dark Side and Sean and Nick—they like, they like, you know, four Jerry Lewises and farting and screaming and punching and yelling. Which you know, it's great. That's great with the family on Sundays. That's great, buddies hanging out behind the Seven Eleven. That's great. You know, it, it, at the football game on Saturday, not great on the radio.
3: Wow
0: <laughs> You're a dick. Oh, yeah. you know that's what I mean yeah. that's with me sitting here, I can moderate and you know turn the mics off and keep them under control so but but I can't do that with the band, especially you know the kinder gentler deed that doesn't want to crush anybody's uh ego or make them feel you know bad so what happens is they just get like all loud and and like crazy and stupid and i just like lay back going i'm not part of this Mm -hmm. (laughs) i am way too cool to be a part of this so i'll just like chill in the background so when they asked me if i would do it i know what's gonna happen and i was like you know because because they won't do it Like, they won't have the whole band on unless I'm there, of course. So, I'm like, okay. So, I got got that going on. So, all this this is weighing on me. I can see. It is a big issue.
1: Are you leaning one way or the other on the red carpet?
0: Well, I have a thought on it. Andy from New Milford has has a thought on it. Andy, what do you think? D, uh, listen,
4: nothing against yeah. you or anything, but look, you were, you know, uh, you were lead singer, but Twisted Sister ultimately, you know, uh, helped you become Twisted Sister. If they don't let them walk down the red carpet, you should either go in the regular entrance or you shouldn't go. I mean, I, I really strongly believe that. I, I,
0: I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, saying. you're the
4: man, you're the
5: man, but you know no, what? No, no, they don't got to stroke my ego. Go. They you don't got to stroke my ego.
0: Okay. No, I mean, I, I mean that's interesting. I, uh, I do, that, gives me, that gives me a uh, an idea, Andy. I'll to explain to you. Thanks. Um, I'm kind of thinking that they're feeling that the, if you know these guys straggle in, that people aren't gonna know who they are. So I'm thinking maybe I'm call, calling them and saying, "Look, what if we all come together?" Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, I think that that's actually something cool. If all five guys walk in together, I mean, it's like our first time, you know, one of the few times that we actually do that. Have have been together, and, you know, certainly on national television or whatever, and it goes, you know, Twisted Sister, you know, together. So that's like, so that's what I'm kind of thinking, like saying to them, what if we all go together? And Andy just gave me an idea, because... Um, actually, I don't really care about going to the event. I know the record company is high on me getting on the, um, you know, on there and pushing the new uh, tribute record or whatever's going on, you know. So, and I'm going there for that reason, to get some air time, get some, some face time with whoever's gonna be interviewing me. So maybe I should go, if they, if they don't say, listen, then I'm just gonna go in the other, to the other entrance. You know, I'm not going to walk the carpet or whatever. That's that's a thought. <sighs> you know, a, a little showing of solidarity to some to some extent, because the guys don't care the fact that MTV just wants to interview me. They're you know they're like, hey man, we're fine with that. But it's like going in the back entrance thing.
1: Yeah, it's, I can see like their a,
0: point. It's embarrassing. You know, so um, so Andy gave me a good idea.
1: Even. Nick and I got to walk down the red carpet to go to the Grammys and we were just radio slobs. I mean, everybody yeah, you, gets to walk down the red carpet.
0: Yeah, you guys slipped through somehow, though. No,
1: huh? everybody just went through the same entrance. <laughs>
2: I'm surprised that they're separating it at MTV.
1: Oh so
0: you, that crap. I, would, I, don't, I don't...
2: What? I think you should walk the red carpet. Let the guys in the band decide what they want to do on their own, you know? Because... If they're going to go back there, if they don't want to go through the back entrance or whatever, then they should make a statement by not showing up, and you should
0: express but It's not going to your... be a statement, you know what I mean? It, and, and no offense to them. If nobody cares, it's no statement's made. Unless you make
2: it. If you just say, if they ask where the guys in the band are, I mean... But they... so, D, what D
1: says is that he doesn't think anyone's going to ask.
2: Hmm. Well, I don't know. I think you're D. Snyder more than your, you know, twisted sister. So you think huh? he should well. say,
1: don't hate me because I'm famous, Is just walk down the red carpet? Yeah,
2: definitely.
0: Well, it's, but the truth is, I you know I agree with that to an extent, but I don't think my D Snyderness has not exceeded my Twisted Sisterness, not at least on MTV. If it was in Connecticut, yeah, but uh, but not on MTV. And you know damn well the chiron underneath my name is going to say D. Snyder, Twisted Sister. You know, mm-hmm. so there's it's still they're inviting me for that you know aspect, and that's what they're going to ask me about. It's all going to be referencing that stuff, Miss Grizzly Adams usually emails but she couldn't wait she's on the phone <laughs> hi miss grizzly adams how you doing hey G. what do you think
1: i think that if you really want to have a, a friendship with these guys that you owe it to them to either get mtv to to let them walk down the carpet with you or go in a separate entrance uh
3: because i think with the the strain that's on these relationships that you have with these
0: guys yeah uh, will, will just make it worse I think they. I mean, have to that's what well, you. Yeah, I, mean, I hear what you're saying. Well, that's one of the reasons I'm feeling this this pressure. I'm saying, oh man, you know. Yeah,
3: that's,
0: that's a tough decision. I mean, uh, but I, you know, I, I was really kind of uh, I I felt badly for them. Thanks, uh, Ms. Grizzly Adams. I uh, I felt you know I felt badly when I heard it, when JJ said it. I said, oh man, that's screwed up. Why are they doing that? And then it was, I, was, I guess it was like. Five o'clock yesterday was the end of the day already. I was on my way out of the house. And so uh, and I'm thinking, you know, what am I going to do with this situation? I can't I got to address this tomorrow. So I've been pondering it. Justin from Springfield's on the phone. He says, all get out of the same limo. That's what I'm thinking. Well, that's that's what I figure is if we all, you know, to say, look, you know, if I'm coming in, the guys are going to be there. let the let's you know, we'll all come in together.
1: I would think that they would jump at the chance to have you all walk in.
0: I, would, I think so, too. I mean, that's what I think so, too. But then I realized, I was talking to Suzanne. She says, they're, not seeing, they're thinking that they're just going to come in of their own accord. Because have certainly it wasn't presented as, you know, one invitation to five guys. It mm-hmm. was five separate invitations to the event. And, and I started thinking about it. the reality of actually orchestrating that is really difficult. I mean we're gonna have to all like, you know, figure out we all live in different places, okay, where are we gonna meet, then get into a car, then drive you know, what I mean it's it's gonna and I have a feeling that some of the guys aren't even intending to come. So then what happens if it's two two guys oh, with me It's no longer Twisted Sister. You know, it's some of the guys from Twisted Sister. You know, so I don't know. Peter from Peter from Newington uh's got an idea. Yes. Hey Peter, what do you th- what do you think? Good morning. I have a suggestion. Yes. Why don't you and
6: your missing wife there make up your costumes once again? Let them out just a little bit because you know age does those things. <laughs> no kidding. And you, you you go in with with awful costumes in the schmuck entrance, you see, and you create such a stir that they never ask you to do that again. You know <laughs> saying
0: I hear you, Peter. You need to
6: you need to create a ruckus you know you need to go into this entrance and say okay here we are we're the big rock star that we are and just 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 turn it on you know what i'm saying
0: the turn costumes on. the shoulder pads i, th- I think oh, just, nick i think nick and peter are on the same page nick go you agree with more, peter honey. just go full and, and never never make them never make them
6: put you into that smuck entrance ever again
0: Nick, what do you think? I don't know if
2: I'm really with Peter, but uh, yeah, I you know would on, say... Nick, you know it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I told you that yesterday. I mean, I would go in there old school. I mean, you know, with the shoulder pads. Thanks, Peter. Making a scene. You know
1: he's not putting on the costume. <laughs>
2: that would be so great. I'm it doesn't with even you, have Nick. to be full getup, but the shoulder pads and just a really bad attitude on the way in would what be cool. Be like like you're Old stu- school. You're still pissed off. You know, what I mean? Like, <laughs> you are still you're, not going to take it. Yeah, you're. I, I mean, especially with this, it, it's a whole another reason to get pissed off. Like you're walking in with just like a really bad
0: disposition on the way in. You, you know, and, what's so real, cool and, and then I'll, I'll finish with this because it's not really, it's not really a finishing thing, but it's an added thing. It's like I didn't. If there's also like a danger of not reacting fast enough. Like theoretically if I was genuinely indignant, which I'm not. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, I, I see where it's offensive. I haven't had really, you know, I mean, I've been on my own for for quite a while, mentally for for longer than that, physically for quite a while. But, you know, I, theoretically, I'm sure they would've loved it if I was like, what? Are you ever kidding me? No way, that's it, I ain't going. If it's not all of us, it's all of us or none of us, man. Right." But at some point, the delay in reaction gives away a lot, <laughs> and it's not that I—I I mean, I really, you know, if I'm saying, well, you know, is this good for me as for my career? What am I? What am I doing here? I'm I'm promoting Dee Snyder's career. I'm not trying to promote Twisted Sister's career, and you know, and I'm, I'm a radio personality. I'm trying to get to the movie thing going. I've got all my concerns. So I go, but, you know, then what Mrs. Grizzly Adams said, you know, we're just sort of reestablishing a friendship and what have you, and I've got to show some solidarity and some commitment to, uh, you know, two guys who I spent a lot of time with. And I owe a lot, too, for sure. So, all right, I'll make a decision. Will we play music for the next few hours?
3: Mm -hmm. There you go.
0: Listen to this while I make a decision. No, I mean, I'm going to call him up and say, look, this is messed up, and, you know, why can't we all come in together as Twisted Sister?
5: You can do you, it!
0: You know, why, why can't we all arrive and walk the carpet together? It's, you really put me in an awkward situation, and, you, and you're making me consider pulling out of doing this thing all together.
1: They have to know that it's an awkward position for you. Are you really considering pulling out of it? Because I think that you really should go. Well, no, no matter what your decision I mean, is with the, on the entrance.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm really considering that, but I'm going to say that.
1: Well, so it's dangerous when you bandy about threats, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might say, all right.
0: <laughs> Listen, you were barely on the list as it was. And then later. where
1: are we for our show, D, <laughs> yeah. Think about that before you start throwing around threats.
0: Okay, I won't threaten. <laughs> 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 all right all right.
1: We Snyder's gotta- out you can cross <laughs> him off the
0: list <laughs> it was getting kind of crowded in there anyway <laughs> um so you send your wife on without you <laughs> she is gonna look too fine gentlemen too effing fine
1: something <laughs> revealing
0: <laughs> I know the dress she's wearing it's very well she's had a couple of choices but it's very short and skin tight and um you know it's good and then the shoes she's got yeah she's
1: almost as tall as you are
0: (laughs) six inch stiletto the loose sight you can see right through them i mean but they are just outrageous So I think
1: I have that same outfit. That's
0: wild. (laughs) I'll tell you what, you may want to borrow it, sister. (laughs) You may not make it to the chapel. You just elope with you immediately. Uh, All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to play the recap from yesterday's show. It is entitled, Mike Hunt was 20 pounds soaking wet. That's what the title is. And uh, I don't know who this Mike fella is, but I guess you'll we'll find out more <laughs> about him when we come back with the recap. Also, we'll have in a little bit some Rockats tickets to give away only a couple of days away. The big game uh, over there in New Britain Stadium. And a little later on in the show, we got an interview with Dave Draymond from Disturbed. Hypothetically... A lot of people have been sending questions in. Good stuff. Good stuff. So stick around for more D Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104.
4: D Snyder Radio. Zip zip. I'm there. On Radio 104. Oh. Now back to D-Snyder Radio. 30
0: million people here, what you gotta say. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. As far as the quality of it, we didn't argue with them much on
4: Radio 104.
0: You know it's D-Signer Radio Week, D-Signer Radio at the Ozfest Week. It's always D-Signer Radio Week, the Ozfest. About a week ago, we went down to uh, the Tweeter Center in Camden, New Jersey, hung out at the Ozfest. It was awesome. Put in the call, Sharon Osborne hooked us up with just you know total access. So we got to interview tons of bands. We were right back there with everybody hanging out. Good times, good times, right, Beth? Oh yeah, it was wonderful. So all week <laughs> long, in celebration of Ozfest 2001, at Best Request, we are uh, doing all kinds of things that are sort of uh, have the Ozfest flavor, whether it be interviews or special things on the show, like uh, Ozfest edition of Saganzi Voss later this week. Okay, Ozfest coming to the meadows this Sunday. And I understand the confusion with this being sold out. Not I was talking to Todd Thomas, Beth, mm-hmm. and it's one of those situations where it was sold out, but they release some more seats, kind of deals. Right. You know, they move some equipment around and stuff. So they have to free some seats up. So until you hear the, until the fat lady sings, they say this thing is sold out. Never assume. Put in the call. Pick up the phone. Place your order. See if they got any seats available. It's going to be a good time, good time. And uh, here's some reaction, and I think this is rather apropos leading into our traffic. First of all, uh, Flip says, D, I think I've got Beth's dream figured out. You know that one about the teeth? Yeah,
1: my teeth falling out.
0: Yeah, it's not her single status or her freedom she's scared of losing. What Beth is scared of losing is an eye when Nick's fingernail clippings go flying across <laughs> the room. Actually, Flip, they were toenail clippings, which makes it that much more disgusting. And uh, Diesel Doug writes, Imagine a guy going away on vacation and waiting a week till Monday morning at 6 a.m. to hear D. Snyder Radio again. Picture him making his morning coffee and getting ready to take that first sip. Now picture Nick sitting in the studio, clipping his toenails and smelling his fingers. Wow, was it worth the
3: wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And now... What happened to, I put, I throw them out. I understand that Psycho Dan just had a close encounter of the toenail kind over there. Uh-huh. And, and, yeah, that's disgusting, man. I didn't know that there was a stray... Uh... No, you didn't know. Sean told you that there were some flying away onto the floor and stuff.
5: I picked those up. You it was, some. It was sitting right next to the keyboard. Oh!
2: I don't know. Darkside and I were in here yesterday afternoon. We didn't <laughs> notice any clippings. You didn't notice a yellow chunk of toenail sitting oh. on the console. Yeah, seem- no, that was somebody else's. Oh, like, it's it's, it's
5: right somebody there. Else. It's still right there. Oh, oh my oh, yeah, god. I see it.
1: Oh.
2: Does it look like yours? I don't, I don't
0: know if it's mine or not. This place. Match it th- to the toenail col- color on your toes. See if it's a match. Oh. It's the same. This
1: place. D. Have you been in the kitchen this morning? No, we know how we got those pizzas delivered yesterday.
0: Yeah, well, every day there's pizzas.
1: Well, <laughs> this was one of those <laughs> California pizza kitchen boxes. Oh, oh have-
5: all those
0: pizzas. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the Carlito specials that he leaves every night. Okay, go so ahead. instead <laughs> of
1: finding a garbage pail that wasn't overflowing, somebody just threw it next to it and it landed on the floor, and then there's pizza coming out of the box, and there are now. I would say. Thousands of tiny ants all over the floor in the kitchen. Mm. This place Ooh. is
2: disgusting. That's a lot worse than toenails, <laughs> Gus.
1: You know, I'm going to guarantee you, you don't find this in office buildings throughout Hartford.
0: No, you don't. you don't. Well, that's a common kitchen that that five stations use, so we can't get blamed no, for No,
1: I know, and everybody had no. the pizza, so I don't know who it was, but... It's just disgusting.
0: What do you mean that's worse? I think, uh, okay, quick quick, uh, round table. I think toenail clippings (coughs) are worse than a gazillion ants eating pizza on the floor in the kitchen.
1: I'm going to go with the ants are worse.
0: Really? Yeah. Dark side?
6: I'm going to say the toenails.
2: Oh, come on. Oh, come on.
1: Break the tie, psycho.
6: The toenail. <laughs> oh, you are so... Dude, we can stay up out up, of the kitchen, Dark man. Side, we have to put, work in there, dude.
0: We're going to fix his wagon. The next time he clips toenails, I'll do, I'll do the gathering, okay? I will gather some of the crub, crummy crumbs that he leaves around on there. I want you to give them to some of your witchy friends <laughs> and have them do some spell or something on his ass. Along
6: with a couple pieces of his hair. <laughs> I get
0: that. Yeah. I did get that. It's falling out anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, from nerves. Seriously. Cast a badass spell on his ass. Comes in with big donkey ears and a tail. <laughs> and next morning goes, Morning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you looking at? What? What?
2: There's no reason to get it. so ah. creeped out. It's not like... Scuba Steve cutting his toenails in here, or Sean, or Dark. So what like makes Mr. your feet burns. so much better? I'm not saying yeah. my feet are so much better. Okay. I just know for myself that I'm very, very clean.
6: Okay, tomorrow morning before the show, I'll go in there and clip my toenails. But and But that's them all over
2: my whole morning. point. You are not clean. You're a disgusting, pig. Oh. <laughs> Mm. Uh, so and you're going to be the decider of who gets the clip his
0: yeah. and who doesn't. <laughs>
2: I'm not saying I'm playing God here. I'm just saying that it's very, <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> it's very easy. I think for he me, has better
0: things to do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's very easy for me to observe who's a scumbag and who's not. I mean, you know, do you you're,
6: can't see the forest through the trees, Nick?
2: He's a clean person, best clean side. person. Yeah. Thanks,
0: Nicholas. What's up? Do me a favor, later today when we leave, when he comes to the production, whip out one of those bad boys and start clipping those toenails.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Do Um, me
1: a favor and make sure I'm long gone. I'm
6: about due for a (laughs) (laughs)
1: clipping.
2: See, Psycho uh, psycho gets creeped out and skeeved out by anything. The kid obviously has problems
0: if he can't pee oh, in a public no, urinal. No. We won't get into you all that,
2: but there's... Shut up.
0: Okay, just uh, shut up. Right. Hey, don't, don't, I mean, we pick on him all the time. That's disgusting, the t- toenail thing. Thank you. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. In the workplace, clips their toenails.
2: I wouldn't mind if anybody did it on the show. Besides Dark Side and Sean, they're the scumbags <laughs> in the show. They shouldn't be allowed to do stuff like that. But any of you guys, if you want to clip your toenails with me, that, that, that's fine. <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> I'm not even. I haven't been listening to
0: him for about a minute and I, a half. I got a call. So, so I have no opinion. opinion. We got to call our agent. I don't. This is not <laughs> in my contract. All right, Psycho Dan. Can we get a traffic update before we do the recap? Okay. Now apparently this guy Mike Hunt was is twenty pounds soaking wet, and uh, and I'm not exactly sure how that plays into the recap from yesterday's show, but it might. So check it out. This is East Side Radio. It's Radio 104.
1: Washington, D.C. police say they've just about run out of places to look for Chandra Levy. Assistant Police Chief Terrence Gaynor tells NBC that investigators will conclude their search of parks in the nation's capital sometime this week.
0: So the movie Snatch. Oh, what did you think? Um, I thought it was very Quentin Tarantino-esque, mm-hmm. although many of the m- new movies are. People are very inspired by him, you know. Uh, we enjoyed it. And, um... Uh, I'm not saying this is definitely it, but but the, and I'm not really giving away anything significant in the picture, but this very bad man in the movie, he, uh, when he has people killed, he'd chop them up and feed them to his hogs. And he had a, a, a whole, I don't know, not a stable, you wouldn't call it a stable, but a farmyard filled with hogs, just a certain specific amount because of how many hogs it takes to eat a man. Every piece of them. They eat the bone and everything. And that's how we dispose of the bodies. Um, it's like Now, every time I hear about somebody can't be found I'm thinking that they were fed to some hogs or something like that some sick bastard out there chopping up people and stuff it's comforting isn't it a comforting? she is a big woman take a lot of hogs to eat her I think Nicholas it- that's
1: <laughs> neither true nor sensitive on your part. It's
2: hypothetical, Beth. I'm just saying that Chandra's a big girl, and I could see probably, didn't like... didn't strike me as big. Um, struck you as big? No, not Oh, at she's all. a chunker, definitely. <laughs> come on. I'm, no, seriously, dear. I'm not making a joke here. Did you see? She's got a... I mean, she's got a pretty big, fat face. She has a big, big head, head of hair.
0: Not, not, she had big hair. But a big
1: that head. glamour shot that they keep showing of her, where she's up on
2: one arm, and oh, she's God. bent over... Oh, come on. Her ass is big, and you know? Out there, and, I mean, she had big breasts and stuff. But, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just saying that it would take, like, probably 70 hogs.
3: They're <laughs> so <laughs> outrageous. God, thinking, sorry. <laughs>
2: He's
1: done the math, Dave.
3: <laughs> 70. <eight. laughs>
1: huh. Well, the asking price for the late Wilt Chamberman's L.A. area home is coming down fast. However, it's still pretty steep at about $4 million. Went on the market last year at almost $7.5 million. Million. You may recall that the seven foot basketball legend once claimed he'd had sexual encounters with 20,000 women. Once yeah, I don't know how much wants,
0: they want for his penis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> once described this particular home decor as a little kinky with kinky details. It features a mirrored ceiling and mirrored shower a Roman tub, and a small cave-like room with circular pink velvet wraparound sofa.
5: I was (laughs) born in a lady in that. (laughs) Agent for (laughs) Sotheby's
1: calls the estate shaggerific. However, a luxury real estate agent in L.A. says sometimes it takes more than a celebrity name to sell a house.
0: Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> you can still see a dent in the wall behind the bedroom. <laughs> um, the heads were hitting, you see. Uh, you know, those houses, these guys custom build them. They do them up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And they think they like the coolest things in sliced bread. And you walk in there and you go, this has got to be completely gutted. (laughs) (laughs) Gutted. You know, you this, you can't, they make these shag everywhere and pink cushions yes. and it's, it's got to be gutted. They never get the money they expect for those things.
1: The average person doesn't want a mirrored bathroom. <laughs>
0: no. No. Nobody likes it. Nick doesn't want to see himself having stomach issues
1: yeah.
3: from
0: every possible I angle. I know. Yeah. Most
1: people don't want that in the morning. You're kind of tired and ragged. Right you're walking in the shower. You don't need
0: that <laughs> we got a we have the guest bathroom, and the, the whole, all the walls are mirrored. So, when you go in there and you take having a slash, it's like really good chance to take a look at your junk, real
3: sitting
0: <laughs> 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 there looking at it. You know, and it's just like, I'm like, this is really kind of weird you're standing there and he's just looking back at you. Dark Side, did you ever use the guest bathroom in my house? Did you ever yeah, have that experience? Yes, I did. No. Right? Isn't it, like, it it's just kinda kind weird? Of, it's just kind of trippy. It's like,
3: wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, I'm like. <laughs> to lock this door because if anybody just opens it up, this is <laughs>
1: I should just play when somebody goes into the bathroom. <laughs> have that on a loop.
3: Oh, if the door opens by mistake. That's
0: my Occupied. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Seriously, that is like so perfect. Because it is just so out there. Yeah. Right, Darkseid? Side? Yeah. Because it's the whole wall behind the toilet is a mirror.
1: Is this the one downstairs, off the
0: kitchen? Downstairs. I don't know Yeah, right? Th- yeah. And, and and so you're standing I there. I guess I
1: don't face it. <laughs> yeah, so it <laughs> wouldn't be a no, shocking to me, right? Yeah, you
0: wouldn't have any idea. You ladies have no idea, I assume. But uh, you stand there and you're like, hello. Hello, <laughs> 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 oh, handsome. <laughs> <I> mean, really. <laughs> it's just there. Hello, handsome. <laughs> and there's no place to look, really, but just... Well, you look down, make sure you're in the wall. You look, can't help but look it up and try to say, oh, I look pretty cool with my dick. And <laughs> out like this. <laughs> <laughs> <That's my day. laughs> By the way, I'll reread this letter later on. Nick, your comments about poor Chandra Levy. Please. <laughs> We can only assume has met some sort of something bad has happened to her in some capacity. I mean, it's been really embarrassing if she's hiding. But remember your comment about how many pigs it would take to eat her.
1: <laughs> you must remember that Nick. I believe it you just said. just replayed it. it somewhere around seventy.
0: Yeah, we just replayed it. It says, "Well, uh, Lou D from New Britain says." Um, Let's see, I heard you talk about the guy who keeps the pigs in Snatch this morning. Then Nick suggested it would take 70 pigs to eat a woman Chandra Levy's size. Since I have the movie, I figured I'd check out, check and see. Apparently, according to the movie, it takes 16 pigs to eat a full-sized person cut into six pieces. A single pig eats about two pounds of raw meat a second. So, by Nick's figures, Chandra Levy weighs as much as almost five normal women, <laughs> yeah. or say a cool six to seven hundred pounds.
1: That's <laughs> a huge bitch.
2: Yeah,
0: close
1: enough. You're rounding so
2: think, up. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, but she is a big woman.
0: You know, she's got she probably six.
1: weighs about 120 pounds.
0: <laughs> uh, no. I agree. I agree. Totally.
1: She's not big by Her any body was right the there. Her
0: hair's big, her head's a little large, but the body's right there.
1: I mean, she has D's
2: hair in different colors.
1: D's hair. <laughs> but her body is totally normal size. Her
0: breasts are huge, though. I mean, I So throw a couple you. pounds on. <laughs> so, so I am one Doesn't take 70 pigs to eat her.
2: I'm saying Chandra Levy, honestly, <laughs> by looking at her, the pictures of her, I say she weighs, like, 203.
1: This is one aspect of the story that I don't think any news outlet has covered yet. You uh, heard it here first on Decider yeah, Radio. And, and How many is pigs way, is it would actually take to eat her?
0: We, we've got way too much Nick oh. in this first hour already. I think
1: Fox, uh, Fox News Channel will be investigating this later today. But you heard it here early this morning.
0: Yeah, Our show runneth over with Nick. But wait a minute. I, I do have to take this call because Shelly from Bristol. Shelly, you think it's okay to cut your toenails at work?
5: Well, I think of it this way. People do a lot worse
1: things in front of each other other than cutting their toenails. I mean, it's only Nick. I don't really see the big deal about it.
0: But that's personal hygiene. And, and, yeah, but, and it leaves the clippings. Yeah, but it's just keeping yourself clean.
1: I mean, people urinate in front of each other. That's nasty. But that's in the bathroom, and the you bathroom. have to go. I mean, it's like, he. what if he came in here and he he started showering, giving himself a sponge bath in the other room, which oh, I wouldn't yeah. put past him. Oh,
2: you can't even
0: compare the I, two. I'll admit, Shelly, if, if I saw him in the bathroom clipping his toenails, I would think it was still bizarre, but at least it's in the bathroom where personal hygiene is usually done. Yeah, but in the, in the, the production room? room?
1: He's in a room with
2: with Sean. Exactly, you know? Shelly.
0: Sean is not
1: <laughs> subhuman. I know <laughs> that Nick is Shelly so me. Okay, Shelly's Shelly, so got your back.
0: Shelly's so got your back. We got your number, Shelly. I love Shelly. Nick's going to be at the bris- brickyard this weekend. Are you not
3: me? <laughs> <here. laughs> we got s-
0: Shelly's number. Am I some sort of wildebeest? <laughs> I <don't
2: know. laughs> no. it's, just, it's just Sean, you know? It's not <laughs> like you're in here with me, Dee, or Pat <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah. What, what if Sean, Sean? was yawning and you shot him? clipping and went awry and flew oh. in his mouth <laughs> Something. And he like, swallowed it
2: he would have to deal with that i mean he'd <laughs> get over it <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> enough of the stupidity shrapnel <laughs> all right um actually i got something to tell you i have to tell you that it's happening Two days. Today's Tuesday, right? Thursday night, August 2nd, D. Snyder Radio is going to see the new Britain Rockets at New Britain Stadium. They're taking on the New Haven Ravens. It's a grudge match, folks. Uh, And uh, we're bringing 300 of you, the loyal, the true, the brave, the proud, the few, the peeps, to gorilla in with us to Section 201 if your car number 10 and 11 right now at 860-666-4444 you will each win a four pack of tickets so that means you could be the big man or big woman and be like hey guess what I got tickets to go with Dee and Beth and Darkside and Nick and Sean Psycho Mudbone everybody to New Britain Stadium we're hanging and banging the Dee Snyder Radio call now okay it's going to be fun and if you want to join the party You don't think you're going to win tickets and your chances are getting less and less because we'll have two more, three more four packs to do today and then again tomorrow and then Thursday. That's a lot of tickets to give away. But if you don't want to take any chances and you want to be a part of the party, get tickets in the vicinity of Section 201. We're not going to ignore you. You're welcome to the party. Okay. All right. Call now. Win some tickets. Beth Lockwood. What's going on out there in the world of the news? Well,
1: the saga marches on in Waterbury. I'll fill you in on that. Also, the thong celebrates an anniversary. Yeah. I'll tell you what's being done in honor of the thong. Right on. If you are overweight, you are not alone. I'll have world statistics to give you. I'm surprised that we're maintaining our revolutions. It's uh, We're getting up there. There's more on that whale that was... <laughs>
0: I didn't remember he said revolution.
1: <laughs> Drawing attention in Australia. Remember, people were going out and jumping on the whale and petting sharks. I'll tell you what they're going to do with that carcass. Also, more information on the 20th anniversary celebration of MTV. Who's going to be there? Who's not going to be there? I'll tell you which celebrities sign autographs and which snub fans as they just walk on by. And Tom Brokaw, will he stay at the anchor desk or not? Some information.
0: Wow. Wow. Some very good teases there. And by the way, Lisa from St- uh, Stafford and Eric from Bristol won the Rock Cats tickets. So you can stop calling now. We'll have a couple more four packs to give away a little later in the show. The news is next. So stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104.
4: WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. <laughs> D. Snyder Radio. Oh, what
1: better way to celebrate on
4: Radio 104? <laughs> Now back to D. Snyder Radio.
0: Did I say that? Yes, you said that. Radio
4: 104. It's D.
0: Snyder Radio at the Ozfest Week. We never did come up with a really catchy title, did we? <laughs> but everything's geared to the OzFest. We did a bunch of interviews and stuff when we were at OzFest. Got some sound bites and things like that. And uh, to that end, tomorrow on D-Signor Radio, look forward to at the OzFest with Mudbone. Sort of a OzFest survival guide for Mudbone. And special edition... Zagan Zivas from OzFest with Psycho Dan when he was at Psycho went, instead of going to his usual park benches and cardboard boxes like he does for Zagan Zivas, he went to the OzFest and asked not only questions of the people in the house, you know, some of those usual questions, but also some of the uh, rock stars. Got them on mic. Got them to answer a question or two. So, should be fun tomorrow. And we play Saga with your host, Psycho Dan. Okay, uh, I've got no reaction to read here. But I will actually say this. What is this ongoing thing? Oh, um, uh, let's see. I just, uh, Genghis John really enjoyed the Kobe Dick interviews. As says he can't wait to hear the rest of the interviews as well. How did I miss these Nick toenail clippings? Was this ongoing yesterday? I think so. Uh, sadly. It's ongoing today as well. I mean, uh, Michelle Z says, uh, I could not believe that Nick was clipping his toenails while at work today. That is so repulsive. But what really set me over the edge was the image of Nick taking a horse bath in the sink. <laughs> oh, my God. That is disgusting. But- she wishes she could watch me doing a horse pass in the sink. I really drove it home when I described you squatting over the sink and watch washing your testicles.
1: That's
0: bad naked, Nick. Bad naked, definitely. And the prophet says, uh, The image of Nick cutting his stinky deformed toenails in the studio was too much for me to bear this morning. What next? Trimming his pubes? Oh, God. Oh, God. Hey, can one of your witchy friends dog side with pubic hair and toenail clippings real badass spell
6: oh yeah not a problem a good one.
0: feel free to trim Nick <laughs> <laughs> trim away my friend trim All right. away alright I will uh, that blah, blah. <laughs> hey, and you didn't tell me hey man what I don't know you know you're so busy with the with the personal hygiene over there you're missing you're not doing your job what like I'm supposed to tell people that right now through September 3rd they can register to win D. Snyder's Do. How about that? This thing is awesome. Okay, it's a two thousand one GS two seater worth seven grand. Comes with a trailer, and all summer long you can register three locations: Humphreys East in New Haven, Humphreys West in Westbrook, or Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury. And do say hey to owners Bob and Phil when you are there, because that's where we got it. You know. They're good guys. Anyway, the thing is so choice. I was telling you yesterday how I was dragging the kids around the sound on the weekend and all my nieces and nephews, and they were loving it. I had this huge tube tied to it. This thing's really powerful. Blasting and whipping them around. It was great. Sure, we lost a couple, but <laughs> there's like 16 of them, so we got a couple to spare. Next time, just uh,
1: tie the kids to the tube.
0: That's the next yeah. thing. My brother does that. He, tri- not the, not, well, he has a, a speedboat, and he... Just drags his kids behind the boat, hanging onto the uh, tow rope. <laughs> Apparently, they enjoy it, <laughs> <laughs> and it saves money on skis and you know boogie boards and all that wasted stuff. But uh, that's my crazy brother, the coffin salesman. Uh, anyways, so uh, you can register all summer long, and we're going to be drawing having a drawing. I am giving it up on September sixth to one lucky. Listener, when D Snyders, C do register all summer long, land in and Sea Marine in Waterbury, Humphreys East in New Haven, and Humphreys West in Westbrook. Now I believe it's time for a traffic update from Psycho
5: Dan, and then we got some news. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Amica Insurance, Auto Home Life Integrity. All right, we'll start off with Route 11 in Salem. It's shut down at Exit 5 due to a bad accident. You might want to use Route 85 as an alternate route. Traveling on 84 East here in Hartford, a little bit slow from Exit 48 into the downtown tunnel. Also, by Exit 43, we had a crash. That's taking up the left lane, and the backup is to Exit 40 right now. 84 West, some light traffic coming over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, slow going from exit 33 down to the 84 merge. 91 North is delay-free. If you travel on Route 2, you're going to slow down approaching exit 3, then all the way up to the flyover steady traffic. 91 South into New Haven remains delay-free. 95 South is slow now from exit 51 up to the Q Bridge. And Route 8 in Waterbury is delay-free. At 7.15, I'm Psycho Dan with this modern record report on Radio 104.
4: ADD Snyder Radio Headlines.
1: Details of the sex charges filed against Waterbury Mayor Phil Giordano may become public later today. Giordano is due in Bridgeport Federal Court at a hearing to determine if he should be freed on bond. Giordano was arrested last week on sex charges involving a child.
0: He's in jail right now?
1: Yes, he is. He was deemed a risk, so they kept him in jail.
0: Wow. They, those guys, they're pedophiles? Is that, would that be a pedophile?
1: I would think that that would qualify if, in fact, he is convicted, yeah.
0: They don't do well in prison.
1: No, they don't.
0: They're not really liked by the other inmates. They're not popular.
1: I'm going to assume he's not in with the general population of whichever prison it is. Yet.
0: (laughs) Yet. They call them short eyes.
1: Short eyes?
0: Yeah. At least they used to. What does that mean? It's old school. Short eyes means you're a pedophile. I don't know why they Mm -hmm. call them short eyes. Maybe because they look down for some action i don't know short eyes but they get shanked until
1: i would expect <laughs> that things happen that are not pleasant yeah
0: yeah well uh you get, get what's coming to you mm-hmm. phil if of course you're guilty assuming i mean innocent until proven guilty I, right is there any easy denying the charges <laughs> is he pleading not guilty? Or we don't know well
1: today he'll appear in court so maybe we'll hear more i wouldn't okay. en- i would expect that he wouldn't roll over and say yeah i'm the guy who did that but you never not. know
0: They usually don't.
1: East Hartford police have charged a teenager with slicing a saying into a 16-year-old girl's back. 19-year-old David Coakley of South Windsor is charged with second-degree assault. Police say he carved the phrase, forever yours, into his girlfriend's back. She tells police that it was part of a love ritual.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, she was probably into it. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you know, when the first line of the F goes into you, that's what the hell? you go running. <laughs> she, so she's not saying, so he's being charged, mm-hmm. even though she was voluntarily okay with it? I guess. I guess. Can you get in trouble for that? Darkseid? You must have done that.
6: <laughs> not, not to other people.
0: Didn't you carve property of and <laughs> the <to> trolls back? <laughs> I
6: forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But he didn't get caught.
1: (laughs) The head of a suburban New York City hospital says it was a horrific accident that killed a six-year-old boy. The child was undergoing an MRI exam when the machine's powerful magnet pulled a metal oxygen tank through the air and fractured the boy's skull leading to his death. What happened? these magnets that they have in these mri machines are incredibly incredibly powerful and by accident someone brought into the room where the machine was a metal oxygen tank and the magnet is so strong that it just pulled the tank through the air into the machine striking the boy and fracturing his skull
0: oh my god
1: so um... i'm not sure but i would assume a few lawyers have lined up outside of the mri examining room
0: where did this happen
1: Outside of New York City at a hospital. I'm, I'm sure there's Hallin a few
0: lawyers listening to this show. Like, if you listen carefully, you can hear the tires squealing. Right. Get out of the <laughs> way. Glenn? No, he's what
1: not. What do you mean
0: you're in New York?
1: He's not that kind of lawyer.
0: No, he's not. No. He's not. No. Get the
1: f*** out of the line! But, hey, you know what? <laughs> I say go for it. You have to sue. The kid's dead.
0: No, that's... I mean, of course. I mean, I'm not laughing at the kid's uh, misfortune. I'm just laughing at the lawyers with the tires screeching. Here's Johnny. (laughs) They're cutting each other off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, this is a home run right here. This is like... You can call this one in. Definitely. I couldn't make it in there, my but I think you know what needs to be done. I think there'll be a settlement. Just send a check.
1: Burger King is expected to recall about 3 million toys today. The company is afraid the Look For Me Bumblebee and the Hourglass Space Sprout could break into small pieces and pose a choking hazard to children. No one has yet been reported hurt, but if you're a parent and you have those, you might want to bring them on back to Burger King.
0: What am I checking for? The Look For Me Bumblebee? And the Hourglass Space Sprout. Because we, you know, we're all over those Mm -hmm. kids meals with the toy that's like uh, that. that's the kids love especially Cheyenne she goes crazy for that thing yep. matter of fact it's a pain in the ass because you gotta k- keep the toy from them until they eat the food mm-hmm. otherwise the food just sits nothing gets consumed and they play with the toy mm-hmm. so I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that Burger King is on top of this but why you know wouldn't they be checking for this every freaking time you hear about these yeah. recalls this was I mean, z- true. How's that happen? 300,000 of them slipped through?
1: Well, I guess they just didn't test it properly in the beginning, and they said, send them all through, and now they have to take them back.
0: You know what? I'd really harp on this, but now I've seen, you know, and within our own world, here's Nick clipping toenails, <laughs> keeping track. Well, how many can there be? Ten? Somehow? One? left a piece on the counter and, and you know, revulsed our own psycho Dan this morning. And Nick thought he had a counter. Things slipped through. There you have it.
1: Yeah. 37-year-old Andover podiatrist Marcy McDonald has completed a swim that'll put her into the record books. She's become the first American woman to complete a double crossing of the English Channel. She took off from Dover, England, swam to France, and then turned right around and headed back to England. The swim took her 21 hours and 19 minutes. It she was didn't even her,
0: stop, like, for a cup of tea or anything? You would
1: think. It's a, it was her third attempt at the double crossing. She tried in 1997, 1999, and again in 2000. The first time, rough seas and a tricep injury forced her to quit. And then she had to quit after seasickness struck a couple of years ago. And then last year, bad weather caused her to call off the return trip midway through. She's also swum around Manhattan before. So good
0: for her. Bravo, Morrissey. Yeah. Bravo. Now, now you're a swimmer, Beth. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So the the I just I, from the news uh, piece, I've figured out some of the difficulties. So uh, the English Channel can be rough, very stormy. It yes. It can be, uh, and also uh, there's weather issues mm-hmm. that can be a problem um, because it's such a long swim, and uh, I hear it's cold.
1: Yeah, I think it's very cold. Because
0: for some reason, it just doesn't really ever warm up. It's just very, very cold water. You see them covered in that Vaseline. They always look mm-hmm. creepy. Have you right. seen that dark side?
6: No, they cover them in what? That-
0: to keep you warm.
6: Yeah. Really, they do? That's disgusting.
0: <laughs> they cover their bodies. So they come out. They always look like they just went to an oil slick or something. They're like big smile on their face. Like, I did it. Like, don't touch me. <laughs>
1: it's pretty insane to me. I don't have the desire to do one of those
0: crazy feats. What, what, what do you get out of it? I mean, it's big sponsorships or just...
1: Satisfaction, s- I suppose.
0: Self-satisfaction. You've conquered the unconquerable.
1: I, when I used to belong to one of the wives that I've been a member of over the years, there was a guy there who had swum the English Channel. And the first thing he'd tell everybody when he met them is, I swum, I swam the English Channel. So I guess that's what he got out <laughs> of it is on introduction, he'd say, hey, I'm Joe Schmo and I have swum the English Channel.
0: Not very popular, is he?
1: <laughs> he had this really splashy, inefficient stroke, and I thought, he could make that better. He can get across there in half the time, but he did it. Good for him. So I
0: get, You get bragging rights. That's what you Definitely. get. Definitely.
1: Well, just so you can plan for the day, tomorrow, I don't know if you guys know, but it is the birthday of novelist Herman Melville, and in honor of that, residents in Mystic, Connecticut, get together and read aloud all 135 chapters of Moby Dick. The public recital takes 24 hours. So you when can stop by for just part of it. <laughs> Why did you want to attend?
0: Well, I thought you save it for what the hell's going on this weekend.
1: Unfortunately, it's not happening this weekend. It's tomorrow.
0: Oh, it's tomorrow. I don't want to miss that. And where are they doing the reading? In Mystic. And you're actually going to stop by for, for part of it?
1: I don't think I'll be able to make it.
0: You're not going to swing by.
1: But I'll tell you what. Moby Dick is one of those books that, unless... I know people are going to get upset because a lot of people like it, but I couldn't get into Moby Dick. I do enjoy some of it. There's some great descriptive passages in it, but, you know, the fight with the big
0: whale and... Blah, blah,
1: blah. <laughs> and I like Billy Budd. I like other Herman Melville stuff, but this wasn't my cup of tea.
0: Not crazy about Herman Melville. Love Herman Munster. Big <laughs> Herman Munster fan. When are they reading his work? Very
1: different guys. Maybe on his birthday, date. I'll check for that. And I did want to mention... What is the Herman Munster
0: <laughs> marathon, Dark side? That should oh, be yeah. on your list.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they'll have one. I did want to mention for Sean that uh, it kicks off tomorrow International Clown Week Sean so be very very afraid it's not very funny uh, some people think it's funny
0: clowns are not funny they're ridiculous well you, do you want my you must love my t-shirt that CJ gave me can't sleep clowns will eat me can't sleep clowns will eat me <laughs> yeah like thousands of times just getting smaller and smaller just repeating itself <laughs> all over my shirt I,
1: very amusing
0: I think about that all the time can't sleep
1: <laughs> well, do you must remember a day that there weren't any thongs in America? Because today we are marking 20 years of the thong here on American Shores.
0: Awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, that's I remember when the string Keeney first. Uh, mm-hmm. made, I mean, I remember when the, the by Keeney was all the rage.
3: <laughs>
0: the two-piece, I mean, that, that was like a big freaking thing in the 60s. And those two pieces, we've I mean, God, it's like armor now <laughs> compared to the way it used to be. It was Not much not much flesh was exposed. So, yeah, the thong, sure. Remember, remember when that.
1: the skirts went all the way down back in the day, D? No, Pat.
0: I don't <laughs> go back that far. <laughs> I do remember when they were knee-length and below knee-length, though.
1: Well, in honor of 20 years of the thong, Fredericks of Hollywood, of course is claiming credit for taking the thong to the masses and they're throwing a huge party. They plan to give away 100,000 limited edition commemorative thongs in their stores across the country. Swing! Swing! In recent years, thong sales have sprinted past sales for larger regular panties and account for 90% of Fredericks of Hollywood's underpants sales. They sell 75,000 pair of thongs weekly.
0: I'll tell you what—that's a beautiful thing, yeah. don't you think so, gentlemen? Start yeah. your engines, yes. yeah. And that's—that's like you know—that's the uh, what's the word arch archetypal. Ar, is, what's how you pronounce that word, Beth? Archetypal. Archetypal—you know, get rich quick scheme right there. Remember the Adams family. You guys ever see the Adams family in reruns? Of course. <coughs> well, they one time needed to make a million dollars. And were trying to think of a way to make a million dollars because they wanted to send a rocket to the moon. <laughs> sure, classic Adams family, and um, they needed a million dollars. And suddenly Gomez goes, "I've got it! Invent something that costs a nickel to make, sells for a dollar, and is habit forming." That's okay. <laughs> this is the idea, and and that's what thongs are. I mean, not that they necessarily habit forming, but there's there's nothing to them.
1: Well, they do say in this story that recently. Younger and younger women, teens, are starting on thongs, and it's becoming their main underpant of choice. There's no so they lines, just carry no it lines. through life. Whereas people of my generation and yours, see, we came to thongs a little later, so we don't aren't used to them. But the younger but, kids are used
0: to them. But how much is a thong? Uh, I
1: mean, they, I'm sure
0: it's just as pricey as a regular pair of underwear, and yeah, it's got like no close. fabric to it. Right brilliant brilliant get this is the way i want to run remind get m- equal amount of money for less <laughs> 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 i want this t- i want this radio show to be the thong of morning radio uh-huh. <laughs> i want a, a half a killer half hour every day <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just a seven to seven thirty and we're done just the best with a, <laughs> the just 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 nothing but just the fillet just the best. No bones, no grizzle, no no extras. Just just, just prime, <laughs> a number one show for a half hour. But we get paid the same money. Or more. How about that? More, guys? More for a half hour? Sure. Yeah. More That's for our less. Be yeah. the thong of morning radio. That's
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 catchy. Well, Andre Agassi is putting his money where his jeans are. Of course, Agassi and Steffi Graf are expecting their first child in December. And after Agassi beat Pete Sampras in a tournament, he told the crowd, quote, I've got a hundred bucks that says my baby will beat Pete's baby. Agassi says he has genetics on his side. Of course, Graf was a world-class tennis player before retiring in 1999. And Sampras is married to actress Bridget Wilson. He says his kids would have an advantage based on height. Both of the wives are 5'9", but Sampras is two inches taller than Agassi.
0: Ooh, playing the hype card mm. there. Why well, he's already bragging about his kid's tennis <laughs> abilities. Hey,
1: it's in the womb. And Sampras, as far as I know, his wife's not even expecting.
0: Oh, man, wouldn't that be tragic if it was kids like spastic or something? <laughs> That would be horrible. It would
1: be tragic,
0: yes. It would be tra- an embarrassment. Or just really,
1: yeah, really, really uncoordinated. <laughs> yeah. Just, like the ball hits it in the head.
0: Or completely disinterested. <laughs> just could not care less. He's into the game. music
1: or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, he probably wouldn't mind that, actually. Well, the world Okay, ha- this is uh, Dark Side yeah. wants to get in on this. Okay. Double enough, and Connor will smoke them all under the table. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i oh, you'd be proud of the boy.
6: Something to strive
1: for.
6: <laughs> He's got genetics on his side.
3: <laughs>
1: the World Health Organization is estimating that more than a billion people are now officially overweight. Inspectors have found examples in all parts of the globe, including countries that are usually associated with hunger. We have to be proud here today because the United States comes out on top with 60% of all of our citizens classified Ooh. as overweight, 27% classified as obese. This is where
2: it
1: all begins! <laughs> yeah,
2: Sean. We're taking okay. over. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you things a story we... about a little fat boy that nobody loves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the downside, but we should keep in perspective that that means there are over 5 billion people who are not overweight.
0: Well, a couple things we got to worry about. I'm a little concerned about this lopsided percentage in one country, 60%. That's huge. No pun intended. I mean, if it gets up to like 80, you ever see what happens to a washing machine when all the weight is shifted on one side and it goes into spin cycle? They have things like moving around the room and stuff like that. It shakes the house.
1: But the good thing is, I don't think that all of the heavy people will be concentrated in one area. Do you think? Okay,
0: we gotta be careful about that. Number yeah. two, we are slowly becoming outnumbered here. Us uh, thinner ones are gonna have to start watching what we say. They may rise up and kick our asses. It could happen. And they got the weight behind them. Hmm. <laughs> What if Sean brings a bunch of his friends over here? Have you seen Fault Line?
3: we got to reinforce the stage for those guys sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> An Australian motoring association says, white cars are the safest cars to have on the roads. They claim white is the most visible of any other color and can be seen at a greater distance. They also recommend, for safety's sake, yellow cars, orange, lime green, light blue, and red. Dark colors are the toughest to see. They include maroon, navy, dark green, brown, gray, and black.
0: <coughs> Where's hot pink on this list?
1: I would think that hot pink would fall in with orange and lime green.
0: going to tell you, that is clearly... The safest color in the world to have. Yeah, Everybody notices it.
1: But I think that you go around the other side because it stands out too much that people freak out when they see it.
0: And what, veer into it? They think
1: Barbie's on the road.
5: You're clearly gay. There's nothing really you have to say about that.
0: Or Psycho Ken. <laughs> Right. So I wonder what people thought if they recognized me as one thing, and they didn't recognize me. I wonder what they thought. Hey, I mean I know the what they thought. I mean, I think yeah. they <laughs> thought what I can see what played. some of them thought, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Hey,
5: it's a lady. Except
0: I was like too big and ugly, see, they assumed that the gay community would have me. <laughs> That's the funny thing. <laughs> hey, you ain't a chick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've had some in in the day with the hair, especially. W- Suzette used to have this custom corvette it was really killer It was red and right and, and i used to drive i'd drive her cars from time to time we don't have it anymore it was lost in the great financial struggle of the <laughs> 90s but uh and her license plate said sue's vet on them oh that's okay. cute I custom plates and, and and she always wanted this uh, wanted a corvette and i got a custom corvette but i used to borrow it sometimes and there was more than one occasion where Top T-tops were off and me and like at the time I guess I was in a band called Widowmaker and my bass player who had really long hair and I had my long blonde hair and we'd be blasting down the road in (laughs) Sue's vet and more than one Guido would come ripping up on us baby (laughs) and you Domo (laughs) they would hit the brakes you would see them Pull back so fast, it was like Johnny Bravo. All of a sudden, what happened, man? What happened? I don't know. He if we found we would, Captain
1: I, I don't know if you know this, but that was the original ending for the Crying Game. But then they <laughs> no switched kidding. it. Yeah.
0: We would. We would. We, uh, we would. Like, and I'd see them coming. So, because it happened so many times, I'd know what was coming up next. So, as they come, like, cutting through traffic, <laughs> and you'd see them pulling up as they get closer and closer, when they just came up, we would just turn and give them a big, big, you know, big grin, smile, throw them a kiss or whatever. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, they, you, could just, you could hear their testicles pulling into their bodies. Uh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> great. Good times. Oh. Good times. Yeah.
1: Well, a dead whale that had become a tourist attraction in Australia is said to be towed out to sea and blown up. Of course, most people might remember this story. The whale had died and it had become a feeding ground for great white sharks. And so entrepreneurial types had taken tourists out there on boats. Some of the tourists proceeded to climb on top of the dead whale and pet the great white sharks. Remember? And they're now thinking of passing laws to curb stupidity in Australia. Yes, because of this incident. Well, now. They think it's also going to become a health hazard. because How big is this thing? Well, it's a huge
0: whale. I mean, whales are big by, you know, but there's different size whales. God, it's that
4: big that it's... What do you do when you see a whale, man?
1: It's big enough that people were walking on top of it and not getting eaten by sharks, so it's pretty large. Amazing. And uh, they say that they're afraid that it will come into shore and that it will be disgusting and bring famine and pestilence or whatever. So what they're gonna do is drag it uh four miles out to sea and then blow it up, hoping that it will cause it to sink and decompose on the bottom of the ocean. We tried that
0: with Sean but he swam
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't use enough
0: explosives. <laughs> He's like, oh no. Blow you up once oh by the way I just like I know I'm going to get at least one letter of protest about using the word guido <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, just ex- excuse me I'm a, I'm Italian by application uh, and my wife it, she will use the word and I'll like you know and I'll say you know, it, you know isn't that like not supposed to say that she goes I'm Italian I can call him that if I want to
1: Nick you didn't object, I, no my
0: brothers so. are guidos of course you know, so anyway so I've just That just came out because I'm used to my (laughs) wife referring to her brethren as as Guido. It
2: totally
1: (laughs) flew right by me. You know, I went to high school in Waterbury, so...
0: (laughs) Did you have any?
1: Oh yeah, they were places littered with burritos. <laughs> with
0: the transams and the I-rock? I-rocks, right sure, on. Sure. Right I actually on. know a
1: kid who used to introduce himself as Vinny and then he would say, And I don't have an IROC
0: <laughs>
1: clear it up right away. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't have an IROC. I've got a transam. Thank you very much.
1: A man says he robbed a motel in Fargo, North Dakota because his internet research said it had the safest jail in America. Alexander Strathus says he researched crime statistics on the internet before deciding to travel from his home in Florida to Fargo to commit the crime. He went to the motel and allegedly told the staff he had a bomb in his Winnie the Pooh backpack and would blow himself up if they didn't hand over money. When police arrived, they found a note in his pocket. It read, I did I'm it. i not a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> robbery or attempted robbery, whichever offense might result by using the bomb method to claim a place in the safest jail in the United States. He wanted to go to prison because he was an habitual criminal and he decided that he might as well go to the prison that was the safest. So, I suppose there are some smarts behind that plan.
0: This guy's he's got it going on. Nick? Yeah? It's, It's another way out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Free room and board. Yeah,
0: grab that Winnie the Pooh backpack that you got in the office and head on out to Fargo. Yeah. Cool, cool
2: clothes. I know. I can exercise, read, watch TV. You know? <laughs> wouldn't last Less long. Less chance even of
1: being raped. Even in Fargo. <laughs> well,
0: you, think, you think he's a goner?
1: <sighs> I don't think you'd have an easy time of it in prison. You better try well, not to break hypothetically...
0: Nick if that happens you definitely gotta hook up just be somebody's
2: bitch <laughs> <laughs> what well
0: we only got one person to service but you protect and protected. he'll protect you yeah <laughs> I'm Forever. somebody's bitch yeah possibly or I could that be could like that could be your
1: mantra as you walk D- through the I'm mess. somebody's bitch
2: I'm gonna be like Robert De Niro on Cape Fear and just come back with like tattoos on my chest and like you know stalk people and stuff jail
0: but, tattoos yeah I'll be yeah. cool badass
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah yeah
1: <sighs> Well, MTV hasn't announced yet, or they may not have yet, a replacement for Mariah Carey, who pulled out of the 20th anniversary celebration due to her hospitalization for exhaustion. They said they're still planning on having a really great show. They said she was a part of it, but hey, they weren't resting on just her performance. They have put out some calls and are still looking for a replacement, but they say even without her, they have great artists such as Sean P. Diddy, Puffy Combs, Kid Rock, Salton Peppa, Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit, mm-hmm. and Naughty by Nature. See, so they're having a variety of artists spanning the 20 years that they've been on the air. They also have all five original VJs, including Suzette's Nemesis, Martha Quinn, <laughs> will be in the house. <laughs> and performances also by TLC, Jane's Addiction, Run DMC, Mary J. Blige, Buster Rhymes, and others.
0: And others. That I might be me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> to get up there.
2: <laughs> the
1: place would go crazy. Oh, of course oh. they would. Who would people would. rather They're see? Too stupid. Would people rather see Dee Snyder up there doing an incredible rendition of one of his oh big god. hits, or Mary J. Blige, or not oh by hum. Nature? Excellent. Oh,
2: Are a god. Maybe some
0: butthead will be there too. By the I'll way. just, you know what I'll do? I'll just shove Fred Durst off the front of the stage and just take over. <laughs> he's always down, he's, he's crashing all the time. Anyway, just give him a nudge. Just give him <laughs> a quick nudge <laughs> off the side of the stage. Excuse me. And then just shove him over. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. I will be going. I'll, I'll report back on Thursday. I may
1: have to set my VCR. I can't stay up until 11 o'clock, but I will give it my all and stay up as late
0: as I can. Well, I appreciate that, Beth. All right. Um, I'm sure somebody will record it for you. Well, I'll record it. I can,
1: don't worry about me. I can record it myself.
0: <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be... I don't know. I'll let you know what happens. I got to report back. It's important. People need to know what's going on at these events. And, um, you know, actually, Suzette and I were talking. And she said, can you explain something to me? How come when people suffer from exhaustion, they go into the hospital? I
1: think they're dehydrated as well. They have other physical symptoms. Well,
0: I mean in the hospital. Have you been in a hospital or have you spent Suzette's been in a hospital last baby, remember she was on bed rest mm-hmm. for like three months. She says it's the worst place to go if you're exhausted. They wake you up, there's constant commotion. I'm sure Mariah's got a private room. Uh, you know, but still the you know, there's just a lot of commotion in the hospitals and what have you. He says, You're exhausted. How about going to some island? To an expensive resort and being served liquids constantly, lying on a beach for ex- why a hospital? Yeah, she can afford it if anybody can. It's a good point. Know. If you were exhausted, how exhausted to be to go to a hospital? I mean, to the point of death. She collapsed. Quick. Get me on the plane to Aruba <laughs> now. I must get to the beach. There's a pina colada with my name on it waiting for me. It must replenish my liquids. I don't know. And I said, you know what? You're right. Yeah. It's the last place you want to go is a hospital. stupid.
1: Going. Well, finally, Us Magazine has asked an autograph collector who are the most friendly celebrities when it comes to signing autographs for fans. Their research has a list of the best people, the 10 best, and the 10 worst. I'll give you the ten best autograph signers first. Okay, they include Sly Stallone. Sly's Mel- good, huh? Yeah. and these are pretty. These are big stars too. Mel Gibson, nice to fans. As is Julia Roberts, who's obviously a huge star. Russell Crowe. I mean, you wouldn't think because he has somewhat of a of a surly demeanor sometimes.
0: You know what? Just to cut in on Russell, that tells me that Russell's problem is with the industry. Not fans. He doesn't like the whole. Yeah, he doesn't like the whole, and that's nice to hear. Mm -hmm. Because he clearly can't stand the whole. You know, the the machine. The the, the yeah, the machine, the media, and the industry, and everything that goes with it. The hostile to that. But it's nice to see that the fans. He's he's cool with them. That's good.
1: Eddie Murphy also is nice to fans. Really? That's what this guy says, yeah.
0: Oh, especially I hear uh, transvestites with uh, nice <sighs> toes and stuff. Especially nice.
1: Marcia Gay Harden, who won an Academy Award just last year. Fred Durst, they say, is great to fans, as is country singer Leanne Rimes. George Clooney, and they say the absolute nicest to fans, Angelina Jolie
0: no kidding I
1: actually always see her in photographs signing
0: she's got these signature BJ (laughs) that she gives (laughs) Um, now that's that's nice to hear about mm -hmm. those people I'm I'm sure I would be on that list somewhere I always try to be pleasant now who's on the worst the worst
1: they say Catherine Zeta-Jones don't bother also Sir Sean Connery he's not too generous neither is Gwyneth Paltrow Mm. Model Christy Turlington, apparently doesn't like to sign. Nora does Winona Ryder. Britney Spears, who I guess they say even walks around with this huge entourage. You can't get near her. Edward Norton. Cameron Diaz, who I actually would have expected the opposite. And uh, they say the absolute worst, don't bother anyway, is Toby Maguire. He's he's B-list. I don't know. Is he A-list?
0: I, I don't know. He's moving up because he's got yeah. that Spider-Man movie coming out. Oh,
1: that's right.
0: Next summer, they're saying it's going to make him a superstar. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess, do they, are they clear with their definition of worse? Because notorious non-autograph signer lives in our own state is Paul Newman, who I understand will not sign autographs under mm-hmm. any circumstance. It's like a hard, fast rule. And then there's, uh, the, you know, in the rock world... Peter Townsend will not sign an autograph. Um, Steve Martin, who gives out a card that says "You've just met a really nice guy," <laughs> th- he doesn't sign it. Just hands them a business card that says "You have just met a really nice guy." So, I mean, I, I wonder what their parameters like. Is it is surliness? Might be included in it. that. Maybe because I mean, the guys in Kiss should definitely be on that list. <laughs> they sign autographs, but they're just indifferent. They won't even look you in the eye when they sign, you know, sign an autograph for people. I've done autograph sessions with those guys, and they're, like, they're like rude to the fans.
1: But the and, Army seems to like it.
0: I know. They like the abuse. Yeah. Uh, people appreciate being abused. Some people like mm-hmm. that. I don't get it. I don't know.
1: Mostly sunny, high in the low 80s today. Tonight, clear in the 50s. And for tomorrow, again, mostly sunny and into the mid-80s. Right now, it is 59 at 747.
0: Here at the Radio, surprisingly... The best with autographs? Will Cal. <sighs> very friendly, very, very... The worst? Scuba Steve. Will not sign an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> refuses. It's interesting. It's, it's strange how that happens.
3: <laughs>
0: it is weird. Sort of, It might be a defense mechanism when you don't get asked. You know, it's sort of, sort of like, well, I don't sign. I don't sign. <laughs> Nobody's asked you. I know, but they did.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm not signing. <sorry. laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, we gotta take a break. We're coming back. Coming up next it's Ozfest week on d snyder radio there's the title i was looking for and um we've got an interview we did uh about i guess it was a little over a week ago now with dave drayman david drayman from disturbed you know he's that's that guy with the monkey that monkey scream right our side yeah, Is that him. him? Yep. Yeah. A cool monkey scream. Anyway, uh, we did an interview with him. was was uh, very interesting. He's a cool guy, actually. Really liked him. And uh, we'll be hearing from him in just a minute. Plus, I got some uh, interesting reaction to the 94-year-old centerfold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that sort of got people thinking. So, uh, let's get a traffic update before we take a break. Psycho Dan. We had a uh, breakdown here.
4: Now back to the.
0: Snyder Radio. Stop sucking right now! What do you mean? I'm trying
4: to understand. Who are you? The Snyder Radio on Radio
0: 104. All right. Hey, Thursday on the Snyder Radio. Special edition of Shame of the City. It's Shame of the OzFest. Shame of the OzFest. Nick and Sean walking around OzFest, probing, inquiring, delving, going deep, deep, deep into the psyche of OzFest people, nearly getting their asses kicked. You have that to look forward to. It's all tied into D-Signer Radio's week of OzFest. August 5th. The show is officially sold out. We've got the word yesterday. The show is sold out and hopefully you've got your tickets. It's going to be a good time. And if you don't, well, you get to hear some interesting interviews and interesting insights from D. Snyder Radio. Also, uh, put a mark on your calendar that Monday, August 6th at 10 p.m., VH1's got a new special call from The Waste Down, Men, Women, and Music. It's a, a five-parter one hour each night at ten PM starting Monday all next week. And they interviewed me extensively. They say I got coverage in there. They sent me a thank you note. I don't know if it was a standard thank you note or what have you, but it does uh they did thank me, so I think it should be popping up there and it's probably interesting. Usually those you know, those V H one documentary kind of things are really intriguing. Don't you find that best? Oh,
1: I really like them. I think they do a great job of VH one.
0: Yeah, very very and I well say done. that despite
1: the fact that I know already that I'm not behind the music in that your the music.
0: And yes, despite the fact in spite of the fact that she was ignored mm-hmm. by them. She still has something nice to say about VH1. A couple of reactions speaking of VH1 or, or the family that is VH1. Oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't realize how much reaction was here. I guess that's okay, right? Yes. Yeah, fine. We're cool. Theoretically? <laughs> Theoretically, well, speaking of it, uh, Bill and Agwomp says that now MTV's got something called MTV X, which is all hard rock and heavy videos, and MTV Two, and they're both run like the old days where videos were just played constantly with a host. Because we were saying how MTV doesn't have that anymore, but I had heard they were experimenting with some other channels that are available. He says he's got it through AT and T digital cable. So it depends who your cable provider is, I guess. Um, Klepto Kyle uh, wrote in, Snyder, I've got a bone to pick with you. Yesterday during the newscast, you uh, you heard that golf was one of the three sports to make improvement over the past five years. You said, what the hell is wrong with you kids? I'll tell you what's wrong. Your closed-minded opinions, that's what's wrong. Blah, 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 blah. He goes on to say, Klepto, get a grip, will you?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> really. Just me just clowning. What's wrong with those kids? I mean, you know again mm, you why do. do you care?
1: You're not really a kid anymore, Klepto.
0: You're, You're not a young man a kid anymore. All right, uh and then um regarding the ninety four year old penthouse playmate is she considered a playmate? <laughs> That's Playboy. Uh, D, I don't think you have to worry about the 94-year-old woman. This is from Ignaps. Don't have to worry about the 94-year-old woman in penthouse. I highly doubt we'll see any gynecological exam pictures, as you put it. I'm sure by now her breasts hang so low that it will block any view of her naughty bits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She was a 38 double D, now she's a 38 long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh subject crypt keeper in penthouse
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Frank I'll never grow up now, blados in Mattatuck, Long Island. D, <sighs> I I could not even believe yesterday's news of that ninety four year old Brazilian woman who's going to do a penthouse session. Is she a Bob Hope groupie or something? <laughs> Probably an old fan of Bob hopes sure that's possible a contemporary, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, this, is, this was shocking, really shocking. Um, our conversation about Nick, remember I said I was concerned about my son looking at Nick, how Nick's been enabled by his parents and fearful that in an effort to try and give my child more, which I'm sure is what that I had, which I'm sure is what Mr. and Mrs. Lentino did with Nick, that I am somehow ill-preparing him for the real world sure and uh we had a conversation and then nick voiced his opinion on this and was uh, stunned stunned at the reaction here here's an 18 year old kate from north haven subject nick is definitely right d we know that many times nick has some strange ideas and ways of looking at things but this time i think he's right on today's show we talked about how kids that are growing up now learn more from their friends than from their parents i don't mean to scare you but it's true I'm 18, and I know that I got my basic moral structure from my parents, but everything that I learned about the world uh, was from my friends. She goes on to say, my parents never talked to me about a lot of stuff. They never talked with me about drugs or alcohol, sex, being street smart. But at the same time, I made it through okay, although I still have a long road ahead of me. My parents were there for me. She goes on to say that they were there and all, but that the friends have tremendous influence on the kids and what what they become then rich Shu from rocky hill says on the subject of peer pressure and the friends that you hang with nick is correct believe it or not (laughs) there's always people like pinching themselves (laughs) 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 my brother was always difficult but a smart kid in high school he started hanging around with some of his longtime friends that were a little shady If he is away from his friends, he's the nicest person and stays out of trouble. But when he's with them, he is mindless and follows the crowd. Nick is right about watching who your kids hang around with. Kids are brought up by their friends and the media, not MRQ. Talk about the blind leading the blind. Parents have very little control over their children. And to the credit of many active parents out there, once their kids get involved with bad kids, it's near impossible to bring them back, no matter how involved you are in their lives. Well, that was an op. Yeah. <laughs> and then this last letter from Coos, who says, I don't think I've ever agreed with Nick on anything. <laughs> I have to admit that I think he was right on his advice about your son. Watch his friends. You'll learn more about your kid by getting to know his friends. Trust me on this. I got in with some pretty serious F- F-ups in high school who royally screwed me up for a while. One of my best friend's dad was a guy who regularly had us over for Sunday afternoon dinner and some football. It was a home away from home, and Mr. A not only got to know us, he got to know the reputation of a lot of other kids and had a good idea of who the players was. Mr. A was somebody we learned to trust because he was always straight with you and he never judged you. He just told you I saw it and said it was only his opinion. We didn't have to listen to it. Mr. A made the call on these friends of mine from the beginning, even though he didn't know the half of it. It took quite a while before finally I realized how bad these guys really were and got myself out of the BS that was going on. He goes on to give credit to this guy, you know, for just being one of those dads who related to kids as opposed to keeping them at arm's length, you know. Mm -hmm. He says, my parents, God bless them, had no clue about what was going on because they never consciously sat down with any of my friends and tried to connect. They just didn't get it. And he says how now with his kids, he's... Using the same kind of thinking, you know, so Nick, yeah, thanks for the heads up, bro
2: <laughs> you're welcome. I mean, you know that I wasn't telling anything that you know I didn't think you knew already, but
0: well i mean i i I certainly know that you know the amount of hours that our children are within our sphere of influence <laughs> is so few compared to the outside, and I certainly know that. Yeah, a lot of my life's views and a lot of my psychoses didn't just come from my dad. <laughs> it came from from junior high and high school and, uh, you know, different rejections and uh, and problems I had and what have you, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we're not going to take it. it. wasn't just about my father. It was about every one of you mother effers out there who got in my way. Anyways, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I did. But it, but still, at the same time, you you actually managed to express yourself in a way that actually communicated with people and (laughs) made sense. I could do that every... That and clipped his toenails at the same time. <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Multitasking, dude. T- <laughs> right. And
0: in, in, in Sean's family's case, it's very different. They need, don't need to check with his friends. They got to find out what foods he's eating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are what you eat, try, right, Sean? Try and That's relate right. to
0: those foods. Understand. <laughs> love my <what> food. <laughs> <thinking>. <laughs> love, love, love your food. Okay, well, uh, I think, I don't need to say any more. I'll let th- I'll let this interview explain itself. All right, check it out. It's D Snyder Radio. It's Radio One Hundred Four.
4: It's Steve Snyder Radio. Everything you say to me. On tour with Ozfest Two Thousand One. Here's D from the Tweeter Center in Camden, New Jersey, with Disturbed.
0: Okay, we are here at Ozfest with David Raymond, lead singer for Disturbed, Beth. These guys. Didn't you have dinner with Darkside? They did. You did have dinner yeah. with these guys. I don't know if you remember that at WMRQ Radio oh, One Hundred Four. Yeah, they I ate like, like alligator and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What else is oh, meal. Pause this guy. Yeah, he paused? All right. I just want to tell you people, I forgot to tell you, the, this was our first interview of the day, and uh, the mics were running a little hot. Mudbones only as good as the equipment you give him. However. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> however. However. It, do, it does get, we do clear it up in a little bit. A few seconds. In a few seconds, okay? So just just be patient. The sound will get better. Sorry about that. Do you have any memories of that, uh, of, of that meal? Yeah, made for all
7: kinds of gastrointestinal fun <laughs> on the bus later, let me tell you. Ah, the bus.
3: There are certain yeah. members
7: of my band who uh, like to really, really indulge in weird food, and the one in particular, Fuzz, kind of dug in and...
0: <laughs> thus you never doing suffering. any more Radio 104 shows. <laughs> no, actually, you did another one, but uh, but actually reminds me, because we were planning on having a uh, a full tour bus for this thing, but it didn't work out. So I was talking to him about bathroom etiquette on the tour bus and explaining that there are no number twos on a tour bus. No solids,
7: only liquids, <laughs> and no paper substances down the toilet. Exactly.
0: And uh, you got any uh, farting rules on the bus? Because Back when I, in the day, farting was a source of entertainment on the long <laughs> rise, I will admit. So, I, But now, when I go out, very rarely I go out, it's like, anybody farts, they're out of the band. We try
7: and refrain as much as we can. If we do do it, we try and do it within the privacy of our own bunk so that everyone else doesn't have to die. But... Uh, I think that for some reason or another, my tour manager has to have some of the worst smelling gas I've Uh. ever, ever encountered in my entire life. So, let me tell you, like I said, that night after the meal, the whole bus smelled like death. It was just no (laughs) Uh. good at all.
0: No, wait a minute. Darkseid, see, it was Darkseid's idea to have this disturbed dinner with all these meats, because he's a hunter, and he likes meat. He meets a lot of meat. And his stench is so bad that the other members of the show, because he wouldn't <laughs> dare fart in our studio, have gas masks that they wear <laughs> that they put on That's when something necessary. to think about. Let me yeah, it's the black, you know, kind of like that guy in Slipknot wears, mm-hmm. but with all like spikes and stuff on it. It's a good I got look. You. I gotta say, stuff that I've heard. The album's called *The Sickness*.
7: It's actually at about one and a half million right now, scanned. That's-
0: how sweet cool. is that
7: thank god <laughs>
0: I remember man when we hit platinum we were doing the platinum dance all around the dressing room we were oh, so yeah. dude they could never take that away yeah it's wonderful
7: you know and the album has a lot of depth to it and I think we're on our third single right now it's doing really strong and uh, just very happy we're probably going to continue to tour till December Come off the road and finish writing and head into the studio again.
0: Uh, I, I definitely like down with the sickness. The track's great. Thank you. Uh, and um, I was just—I uh, was just thinking about you. Did come back to Hartford? You did a show with Stained, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not allowed to say what I know about that show, but I will say that Stained was a headliner. But you guys did very well at that show. <laughs> Let me just say. Uh, Chris, the guys in Stained are very nice guys and I uh, went to school with my producer uh, Aaron did so we'll just say though that people were really raving about your performance oh, at that cool. show
7: but we're two different bands you know I mean uh, they are very energetic but um, you know
1: not as energetic as you guys well in all due respect different.
7: I mean I, I love Stained mm-hmm. I mean, they're one of my favorite bands and Aaron's a very good friend of mine they're all good friends of mine um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think it's just two different things. Apples and oranges.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I know what you're talking about. I mean, There's certain bands, I mean, they're not trying to compete on that level. Right. I remember so. when they were doing that show, Beth, I asked him about the, you know, if they had any, because now they were the headliner. I said, so, do you have any special staging or anything like that? And Aaron kind of went, we don't do that. It's about, you know, it's about the, the music. And I'm like, all right, cool.
7: You know? he's soulful enough though to pull it off you know I mean they're really mm-hmm. fantastic right, and you gotta
0: be happy for them I mean like
7: tremendously it's really nice to see a rock record sitting at the top of the charts for a change
0: Yeah, and no one could be more surprised than them I mean to be that high uh, on the charts I told, it, him, it, you I did told you? him I told I him I had a
7: bet with John the drummer I was like dude you're gonna I, I bet him a hundred dollars that he would scan gold and sh- platinum in the first week <laughs> I was right I just
0: say you were right. Yeah. So, do you like do any other kind of like bets and stuff like that? Horses? We do other kinds of bets. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was a pretty good call. I mean, not that I wouldn't think the record would be
7: big because the prior record was platinum. I just thought that the setup was fantastic. I hope we have an equally, uh, you know, elaborate setup on our next record.
1: Is it kind of wild for you guys to be on tour with Black Sabbath? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is it creepy.
3: I've, it's
0: it's unbelievable. I mean, because I'm a huge Sabbath fan, you know. They are the grandfathers. I mean, they yeah. are, you, you can't even call them the fathers anymore of heavy metal. I mean, they're the grand or great grandfathers of heavy metal let's at this him, point. Let's give them a nice politically
7: correct name. <laughs> the, How would you say the, that? The
0: Godfathers. <laughs> of the heavy Godfathers. Metal. It okay. Feels the good. Godfathers. Yeah. But Ozzy does carry the defibrillator on the tour bus. I don't know if you know about that, but just in None case None of my hard. business. <laughs> <laughs> so, Whatever like, keeps them going. Yeah, no I think problem. what Beth's trying to say is, audience, I mean, how is it? Is it like really the age It's widespread? tough. It's tough. I've lost
7: my temper on more than an occasion really? with them because uh, a lot of the people are accustomed to sitting down. I mean, even during, you know, the other band's sets that come after us. And I don't stand for that at all. I, I think that it's rude and discourteous. And who the hell sit are you down? to come to a show and pay like the ridiculous sitting ticket down? price and sit in your seat there's like no you're watching TV? sitting down in heavy metal. That's what there's I'm there's talking about. There's no sitting about. down in heavy metal. <laughs> right on. There you go. Man, it's my own heart. new a-hole. Make go. them stand up and pay attention and pay respect, man. <laughs> yes.
0: Or they will suffer the consequences. We're talking to David Trayman from Disturbed. And uh, we're out here at OzFest 2001. I remember
7: when the Strangeland movie came yeah. out. Yeah. And there was that tour that was going on with Soulfly and HPE. Uh, my guys, my bass player, my guitar player, were promoting. This is before we got signed, passing out cassette samplers and flyers at the club. And my bass player came up to you. And he's like, <laughs> here, man, you want a sampler? Okay. I took it and well, no no no, no? Well, you, you did explain <laughs> like, you were like you were on the run somewhere oh, or whatever okay. he's like here you have the same he's like no man I'll, I'll be right back I gotta go do something and he's like oh what you're not gonna take it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the one you should've taken <laughs> no dude
7: that's one of like our favorite <laughs> stories from back in the day that's why I wanted to share it with you
0: yeah, I mean how, how often do you get to actually say that yeah. when it's actually appropriate to say that there to the guy who wrote the song
7: absolutely that's pretty
0: cool another huge huge bus just pulled in. We are getting crushed in our bus. We are supposed to have a huge tour bus, and I arrived today, and we've got this little party coach. And now I feel like we're going to be smushed between the disturbed bus and whoever the hell just pulled up. That slipknot. Slipknot. slipknot crew, uh-uh. yeah. That Slipknot <laughs> crew bus is here.
7: You guys been together how long? We've been together, it'll be five years in August. Middle of August. Will be five, five years ago, yeah. when you
0: guys formed, the industry was not... Heavy music friendly or not. Not at all. Right, not at Especially all. Especially in Chicago. Yeah, no kidding. And now you look what's happening. Tool stained, you know, at the top of the charts. I mean it's what do coming you back,
7: th- back again, thank God.
0: Um is it showing in the uh, turnout around the country for the OzFest?
7: Um in certain areas more than others, but um you know, I think that people can only take so much candy coated crap, you know. Yeah. There's a difference between t- you know, pop music And this type of music And it's kind of like The difference between Meat and potatoes And a whole bunch of snacks Or something like that I candy, think there's
0: right? between Yeah, some sugary candy yeah. treat And a kick in the nuts uh, you know, it's like, like that. The difference, that's the difference, right there. You know, and, I mean, <laughs> for me, I'm so glad to see it going back, and I'm happy with the changes I'm seeing. The new influences, the music's metamorphosized. I mean, by the end of the '80s, it was so played out, it had to die, to come back brand new. Right. But it, people will only stand for things so long, just as they rejected. The end of the 80s, when it became, you know, Winger, Warrant, White Line, and all these kind of played-out, predictable, hi-guys, uh, you know, <laughs> pop metal bands. They also have got to sooner or later, Beth, rebel against NSYNC, mm-hmm. 98 Degrees, Backstreet Boys. I mean, how many of them can you have? Too many, apparently. Yeah, and it's finally starting to happen. Well, the quicker it happens, the happier I will be.
7: <laughs> and I will do everything in my power to make sure that all of that crap comes to a very swift end
0: let's go out and like kick some backstreet boys ass dude
7: i i would love to just (laughs) beat the living crap out of the backdoor boys my friend each and every one of them i think when i saw aj and that whole scandal about him with going into rehab and the drug addiction and all that other kind of crap you know if it were me on mtv with the drug addiction and everything else, they'd be riding my ass like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, no kidding. But AJ, let's feel bad for AJ. Mm-hmm. Poor little AJ he should and all of in his episode. scandals. Mm-hmm. You know, what the hell's up with his facial hair anyway? You know, <laughs> he doesn't even look like a man. He doesn't act like a man. I mean, he doesn't sing badass. like a man. He's got all man. the tats. ass. You know, tattoos <laughs> do not make you bad. <laughs> all right, case yeah, in point, side. I don't have a single tattoo right on my body. On. and I'm that is that. That's for religious reasons, but... It, it, I would
0: if What I religion? Could. Jewish uh, And you're not allowed I'm half a heap My dad's Jewish We're not allowed to have We're not allowed to have You can have him on one arm Not yeah. the other You're not
7: allowed to be buried In a Jewish cemetery If you have tattoos Oh well I was flesh.
0: raised I was raised oh, a I Protestant I I'm not being buried anyway I'm spontaneously combusted There you go <laughs> So Are you a practicing Jew?
7: Not really <laughs> I don't Not practice. Really. I'm good I mean, at it. The only things I don't do is I haven't tattooed myself, and I don't eat non-kosher animals. That's about the extent. And that's just of from it. your upbringing. Yeah, you know, I figured I haven't done it my whole life. There's no point in doing it now.
0: Well, it's almost you know, like uh, it's a statement in and of itself not to have any tattoos. I think Twiggy, at least from Ma- from Manson, mm-hmm. the last I saw him, he didn't have any tattoos. That's
1: my, I'm going for that same statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah Beth. No tattoos see, for me. Uh,
0: <laughs> see, Dog Side's going like all tattoos. I had a couple scumbags. Sean's got them. But Beth said, you know what? <laughs> I was going to go with the full <laughs> sleeves, but she decided not to. It didn't work for her I anyway. haven't
1: gotten him by now. Well, I
0: think it would be real sexy on I mean, you should try yeah,
1: I'll it. Think about it. I'll think about it. i think about it. Actually,
0: you know, you know where you should get in
7: here? Come here, stand up for a minute. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't stand touch me. Stand up for a minute. No don't, worry. Boy, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. I'll be respectful. Turn around. Lift <laughs> up your shirt a little bit. Just do it. This is bad. Just She's do it. Pro trust pro. me. Trust <laughs> me. Don't, don't worry about it. I'm not going to lift anything your shirt off. You. On. She's so easy. small of your back. <laughs> She's so easy. See, this right here. Lower <laughs> back. The small oh of God. a woman's back. Is that a groupie? Is <laughs> the sexiest spot on the female body.
0: Well, I, I like pieces on there. Actually, Beth's entire ass is completely tattooed. <laughs> completely, thoroughly, intricately oh, tattooed. Do you feel violated, there? <laughs> no, no, Do you?
1: <laughs> it's very gentle. This is what <laughs> happened.
0: <laughs> she, see what happened? She would never go to the Oz Fest. She's like, this is a whole new experience for her.
7: You should certainly not. Be on our bus after the show, then. <laughs>
1: I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking I won't. So yeah. We might
0: actually have to move the bus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's David Draymond. Yes. From, uh From Disturbed, man. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks. Cool. It's a pleasure. Thank you, bro. Okay.
4: D. Snyder Radio. Hey, what's up? This is David from the band Disturbed. You're listening to D. Snyder on Radio 104
0: WMRQ. We're back. Beth, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I subjected you to that.
1: I had fully recovered, and now I had to relive it.
0: You had to relive it on the other end. You were so, like, freaked out. <laughs> you were so freaked out. And he's so lecherous, too. I knew he like, wasn't kinda. going
1: to do anything extreme, or you would have jumped in there, Dave.
0: Turn around. Turn around. <laughs> Let me show you. Don't worry. I'll take care of you.
1: Let's see these big spikes sticking out of his chin. Yes, Daddy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but, uh, yeah, well, uh, of course, you kidding? In a hot flash, that guy would have been to pick a window, you're leaving, by you know, <laughs> Beth <Lockwood>.
1: Thanks, <laughs> I would have said,
0: hey, David, I hope you like to taste the hospital food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have gotten to him before he even got a chance.
0: So. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he was a gentleman. He was, I know. He was just... Anyways, uh, okay, we're going to take a break. We come back. We've got 104 Fest tickets to Ooh. give away. That's right. <laughs>
3: Excuse me. Yeah.
0: <coughs> I just had something in my throat there. One hundred four fast tickets to give away, uh, and uh, something, uh, so, something else to tell you about one hundred four Fest Well, actually, I tell you, I'm going to tease you about telling you. And news, Beth, what's mm-hmm. going on?
1: Well, we had another amusement park incident this time in Michigan. I'll tell you about that. Also, Nick and Darkside, if you guys think that you know how to get drunk, wait till I tell you about this guy from Arkansas. You'll be surprised. Also, it looks like Christopher Columbus wasn't even close to the first person here. There's a new theory from one historian. I'll tell you what he thinks. The looks like you're going to be spending big bucks for back-to-school items. I'll tell you what the average is for Stop. this year.
0: Oof. I got four in as well, Oof. and one going to college.
1: Also, there are really a couple hot looks that women might want to try to get, or men, you know, equal opportunity for the upcoming season. Also, he's been in the news, at least here at Decider Radio, and now we actually... Have word from Jared of Subway. How coincidental.
0: Hmm. Is he a listener?
1: He's on a track, and uh, he spoke to some reporters. I'll tell you what he had to say. Also, there is a replacement already named for Rosie O'Donnell when she takes off next season. I'll tell you who that's going to be.
0: Are they keeping the name Rosie O'Donnell Show? That's to be decided. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wonder if Christopher Columbus drove an IROC.
1: Sure. <laughs> he was a Guido.
0: Well, well, it was a boat, of course, it said, but it didn't say I Rock on the side. So did I hear? <laughs>
1: the Nina, the Pinta, and the I Rock.
0: <laughs> the original name is E twenty eight. That's right. Okay. Uh you know what we need though? We need a traffic update before we take a break. So psycho Dan, give it to him straight.
4: Now back with D Snyder Radio.
2: See my beeps Can't wait. What do you want?
0: Well, let's see what's going on here. Uh, Tomorrow on t Center Radio, OzFest week continues with an exclusive interview with Chester and Phoenix of Lincoln Park. Okay, and... uh, Again, we had a good time when we were down there. It was great of the Osborns, Sharon and Ozzy, the Osborns. That's what it says on their Christmas cards. (laughs) And uh, to allow us, you know, just full access, total access down at OzFest, hanging out, talking with the bands on stage. Beth got to uh, sit on stage for the entire time and watch Slipknot do their thing.
1: Well, I didn't stay up there for their entire set.
0: Oh, and you pass judgment? <laughs> two songs. I had a
1: feel for it.
0: And uh, don't forget Friday we got the Sound Radio Family Feud as well two songs. And you say who's you need to get to the That's all I could take. You didn't see the fire. I saw
1: the fire at the end.
0: Oh, you did you saw the fire? Yeah. All right. Also Carlito's show tonight. Big question can Bildo survive being locked in a porta potty for the entire show. Also exclusive uh tape. Of uh, former mayor of Waterbury or Phil Giordano, current mayor, current mayor, yeah, uh, getting jailhouse love. Shh, I was boning a lady in that.
1: They have some it's, serious investigative reporting going on on the Carlito Show.
0: Yeah, you should be very upset that they're getting access to these these news stories. How come you never get any of this good I'm stuff? I'm
1: getting scooped, D. Clearly, yeah,
0: you're, you're seriously yeah. getting scooped. Well, Radio 104 Fest is coming Monday, September 3rd. Let me tell you this thing is seriously selling okay i mean uh tickets are flying out the door they're not kidding when they say it will soon be sold out once again at the ctnow.com meadows music theater it's 25 bands for 25 bucks back to the 104 fest tradition beth lockwood are we not yes and there was a thing we kind of drifted away from that a little bit and, but that's what it's all about 25 bands for 25 bucks all right bands like blink 182 and saliva alien Ant Farm, Sum 41 scapegoat wax good charlotte crystal method cold stroke nine dave navarro also local bands like throne sybil grover dill evil Beatles. are they really evil I think so. <laughs> are they really Beatles? there was a great a great line one of my favorite lines in wayne's world with they go to the club meet loaf the bouncer at the door and who's playing tonight and he says, the S.E. Beatles. He goes, how are they? And of course, they suck. He goes, oh, then it's not just a clever name. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. The S.E. Beatles. So, uh, uh, let's see. Okay, also, Gray Cell Green and Facing Sideways. And we have got a very special uh, surprise announcement tomorrow. I can't announce it today, Nick? Uh, no, I, I think we should wait till tomorrow
2: morning. I mean, it is a big announcement. We gotta Very make sure we got all our ends covered it's a, it's on this one.
0: Another band that's been added to the bill, are they not? The final band, the
2: 25th band, you as you see on your oh. list, you have 24 there. and uh, I didn't count them. Yeah, this will be the uh, final band announced tomorrow morning on our show. And it's show. a big name? Huge name. Is it familiar Huge to our name. audience? Uh, very familiar to oh, our great. audience. Beth yeah.
0: Lockwood. Oh, this is going to be psyched. Everybody's going to be psyched. I wonder, is it Poison? <laughs> yeah. no, uh, I know it's not modern rock, but I yeah. thought maybe it'll, you know, bring a little, little old school action in uh-huh. here.
2: Not, but No, not Poison, but this band definitely has an edge to them. They got something.
0: Okay. Well, you can get your tickets now through all tickets.com locations. Don't wait, people. Okay, at the uh, Meadows box office, strawberries, coconuts, LaSalle music, or you can charge by phone at 203-265-1501 or purchase online at Radio104.com. I've never done that. I wonder if it's difficult, probably not. It's getting easier and easier to, you know, work that stuff on the internet. So, or, I forgot, be calling number 10 right now to 860-666-4444 and you'll win a pair of tickets to go to 104Fest. We will be there We'll be doing an autograph signing session. It will be fun. I guarantee you. What better way to spend your Labor Day than with Radio 104? Okay. Did I cover everything there? Because my list has gone off the screen. Yeah, we're, uh, very good. we're cool. Well, then it is time now to enjoy some news. Eddie Snyder Radio headlines.
1: More documents have been seized from Waterbury City Hall by the FBI as part of its ongoing investigation into city government. One focus appears to be the city's sewage treatment plant. An agent yesterday took more documents from the office of Mayor Philip Giordano, who has been in federal custody since his arrest on alleged sex charges.
0: Alleged. (laughs) Alleged. Mm -hmm. And today they're expecting to release a lot more information, you're saying? So, it's... um, It just keeps getting worse. Well, it's
1: not just that. The headline in The Current today, Mob Ties in Waterbury? Question (laughs)
0: mark. So it's not bad enough that he's having sex with minors, but now he's got mob connections, corruption. uh,
1: They're saying that this water treatment facility may have been connected to an alleged member of some sort of crime organization. So it's just bad to worse down in the Brass City.
0: Somebody to come in there Kick some ass and clean that town up, and I know just the man. Who did Mayor Mike? Mayor Mike. Be a nice change. He's judge. done a great job here in Hartford. He cleaned up this town, and I think it's time for him to move on over to Waterbury and make things happen over there. Work that magic from the end of the bar, <laughs> you know, like he does. His commanding position there, shouting out orders, having a cold one.
1: You got some nice bars down there too.
0: Great bars. Great. Lot, that town. Talk about potential for growth.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Isn't it a line from a movie? Who has greater potential for growth than Waterbury, for God's sakes?
1: It's <laughs> not right even there.
0: Bridgeport, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's practically waterfront, just right next to Naugatuck. <laughs> I mean, uh, view, Naugatuck View.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's a big selling point. It's cachet. <laughs> a Stafford man says he was making fireworks, not bombs. Robert Brozek Jr. and his girlfriend were charged with possessing bombs and marijuana on Sunday. State police say they detonated seven explosive devices at the Brozek home. But he says he was making fireworks and that it is one of his hobbies. Uh,
0: what's, uh, uh, by definition, a bomb? <laughs> <laughs> the difference between a bomb and a firework, I guess, is a firework would have some sort of... Colorful display. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If it's just blowing stuff up, that's a bomb, right? Right. Not the brightest guy in the world.
1: No. I wouldn't think. He, it's time for him to get a new hobby, I would say.
0: Sounds like one of Dark Side's friends. <laughs> Pot and bombs. Yeah. Okay.
1: Most of the people injured in a Michigan amusement park accident last night have been released from the hospital. Two dozen people were hurt when part of the chaos ride at Michigan's Adventure Amusement Park collided with the ground. It's sort of like a tilt-a-whirl. People mostly know what those are. And I guess when it was basically vertical, something of significance broke and it just... Went down onto the ground.
0: You know, I don't know why they call them amusement parks. Not, <laughs> very, not very amusing. I don't think it's funny. A lot of people screaming. Funny. You know, very amusing. That's the uh, that's the fear when you're on those things, those insane rides. You feel like you're going to die, and now you can. This <laughs> is happening way too much. Way too much. I would like to know: Has there been an increase in accidents at amusement parks? In re- over the years,
1: if I had and to it guess, is, yes, this is just speculation on my part. I would guess that there are more amusement parks and more riders of rides, and that's why well, it seems like there are more accidents.
0: Okay, well, that's what it, that would ha- absolutely have to be a part of any study. Mm-hmm. You'd have to figure out, you know, if it's an increase, if there's an increase in accidents, but there's an increase in amount of times the rides are being used, mm-hmm. that negates itself. So you have to calculate all that in. And I wanna know. Because rides appear to be getting well certainly not appear. They they are more I don't want to say violent, but aggressive. They're faster, they're steeper, they they uh, they they go nuts. Yeah, you know, these rides. They're just spinning, they're looping, they're doing things that rides never did before. I was on the cyclone at Coney Island a couple weeks ago, which still has a great drop and you know, and the ricketyness. I mean it's actually like pieces of wood missing and stuff it really gives you a real feeling of confidence on that ride and you can just tell by the guy who's sitting behind the counter you know 700 pounds that every morning he walks that track and checks it out thoroughly so, you know you're not taking your life in your hand with that but it pales in comparison to what the rides are doing now look at the superman ride of steel at six Flags, which my wife who loves uh, loves roller coasters and uh, has declared one of the greatest roller coasters she's ever been on and people agree it's a killer but look what that thing does—flipping and dropping—and Nick Nick wet himself. <laughs> that ride's crazy. The point is—is is are these rides that are more more intense? Are they more dangerous? Is there be, is there actually a chance of you getting hurt on these things?
1: Wow, well, this was an old school tilt-a-world type ride. It wasn't even one of the new crazy rides.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> See, it's worse than ever. Hey, guess what? We got a guy on the phone, Joe from Stafford says he knows that guy in Stafford. Oh, okay. Who uh, was make, got arrested for making the bombs. Joe, was he making bombs or was he making fireworks?
2: He was making fireworks. He was legitimate. He's the nicest guy in the world. He wouldn't hurt anybody. Uh, I don't know, whoever whoever dropped the bag on him, you know,
6: obviously really doesn't know what they're talking about or is just out for revenge of
3: some
2: sort. he, well, was, uh, he
0: make it, was he making like, you know, like those... Not M80s. What's the big ones? Blockbuster type of fireworks. Oh, I don't know.
2: So, you know, honestly, you know, he, he makes some pretty good fireworks. We go to the rodeo there in Stafford. You know, the bike rodeo. Yeah. And uh... at the end of August, and you know, we'll go out into the end of the field there, and you know, he'll set off his fireworks, and you know, you can see the concussion wave coming and everything, but
0: that's old school, Joe. That's old school.
2: Whoever whoever uh dropped a
3: bomb on him. Well, obviously
1: he, doesn't he uh, did has some issues. He did set off 7 of them in his in his yard. So I'm sure that the neighbors wonder what's well, going uh, on over there. No,
5: I mean
0: I I don't know. It you, well, you, let, me ask you know. Wait, let me let me ask you a question, Joe. Sure. Uh okay, I'm assuming this guy is a lovely guy I'm, I'm not but so his bombs are not colorful uh displays they're more concussion oriented yeah okay yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right that. so that may be a problem also isn't it illegal to set up fireworks in a private residence in connecticut oh sure no, he doesn't do it in his private residence he lives oh the- no but it, he was he was starting well, to lose alli- you know but you said he was shooting seven off in his yard it's right? illegal
1: to even have fireworks in connecticut yes yeah, so
0: I, I think he's uh, yeah. so i think joe's word for it that the guy was making them for entertainment purposes and to entertain his friends, but I have a feeling he probably violated a couple Uh of laws.
1: I'm sure it's a very different charge, fireworks versus bombs, so hopefully they can get it
0: And when you say you can see the concussion coming, (gasps) I don't think that qualifies as a display.
1: (laughs) I don't ever see that at the Grucci displays on the 4th. concussion. The wave. see it. (laughs) An Arkansas man with a history of drunken driving arrests, Registered four times the legal limit in his latest arrest. Prosecutors say Sean Brewer was given a breath test after he rear-ended a car and registered 0.43. The legal limit is 0.08. Police officer says the average person would have to have 19 drinks to register that high and would need to sober up for 29 hours to drop below the legal threshold. Fat,
4: drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son.
0: Let me uh, ask, oh God, how unfortunate is last night's brewer? (laughs) You got got no place to go but down with a name like that. Um, So just out of curiosity, I know you've never been caught or arrested, and of course you never drove under those conditions, Nick and Darkside, Uh, but as drinkers and former drinkers, have you consumed that quantity of alcohol in a sitting?
1: 19,
2: 19 drinks. 19 drinks? That's a lot. I mean, over the course of an evening and early morning, yeah, I've probably come close. But How many hours are you talking about? I'm talking about starting, you know, barbecuing around 6 o'clock with a few beers, going through uh, to about
0: three four in the morning you know and at that, that point that qualify is nineteen drinks beth i mean are they saying like nineteen in a short amount of time
1: well it had to be pretty short to get him to point four three that's really right. high
0: because nineteen drinks over you're talking about like an eight hour <laughs> nine hour period that's got to some yeah. of it's got to start going through the system right. so you were just sort of you were just sort of keeping the keeping your high going
2: well that's what i always do i pace maintain pace don't <laughs> rest
3: it. maintain pace don't rest m- <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you get to a special place that you like you feel good and then it's just a matter of <laughs> keeping it Keeping it going. Oh that yeah, then you Glow. just start
2: coasting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all about that. But uh, I'm not much. Uh, I'm not much one for binge drinking. Really, I mean, I uh, I like alcohol. I drink it a lot, but I don't sit there and pound beers. Um, I can't do that anymore. Pound drinks. I like to just maintain a nice buzz, you know. But uh, okay, well, this guy must have been. I don't even know how you could get. I mean, see straight
0: or get your yeah. keys in the ignition. Well, it's it's not all about you. Uh, dark side smirking over there dark side uh. oh, that, that includes shots right
1: but you don't think you've ever been point four three i don't think people most people are conscious at point four three
6: i wasn't really conscious at that point it was my 21st birthday and we we're at some bar in bristol and they lined up 21 shots of kamikaze and some beer and next thing i know all? yeah next thing i know i was in some at somebody's apartment in new britain just puking my guts out <laughs> I was, you did I was, them all? Yeah, I was wrecked.
0: <laughs> yeah. 21 shots. I had a feeling. It was my 21st
6: birthday, so I mean. Yeah, I did a, a couple
1: re- of shots on my 21st birthday, but not 21. They go,
6: kamikazes go down so smooth you don't even know yeah, what's going on. Yeah, but they don't
1: come back smooth.
6: No, it didn't. No, it definitely <laughs> did not.
1: Yeah. Oh, 21 little glasses of lemonade. Yeah,
0: that's all. <laughs> mm, delicious. Well, you know this brewer guy sitting there going, man, lucky they didn't catch me when I was really drinking. <laughs> because he was driving. He was still standing up. You know he had more than that at some time <laughs> in his life. All right, Psycho Dan, we need a traffic update. What's
5: going on, man? All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Audi. Traveling on 84 East, slowest between exits 38 leading up to exits 44. All of those crashes are gone now. Traveling on 84 West, slow going between exits 62 and 61. Not bad after that. Traveling on 91 South, a little bit slow from exits 34 down to the 84 merge. 91 North looks good. That's delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow approaching the flyover. 91 South is delay-free into New Haven, Ninety-five south, A little bit slow, just by exit 51 where we have a breakdown, but not bad once we get past that. Traveling on Route 8, it is delay-free. At 848, I'm Psycho Daniel with this. Modern Record on Radio 104.
1: Well, one scientist says the Japanese arrived in America before the Vikings and Christopher Columbus. He claims to have made the discovery after examining 21 facial characteristics on modern and prehistoric skulls from Europe, Asia, and America. Dr. Loring Brace of the University of Michigan says it was around 15,000 years ago that humans from Japan crossed into America. He thinks their descendants include the Iroquois, Blackfoot, and Sioux Native Americans.
0: That they have Japanese blood. That's what it looks like. Is that what they're saying? Mm-hmm. But we're talking practically like prehist- you're talking about prehistoric times.
1: 15,000 years ago.
0: No, that wouldn't be prehistoric.
1: That's quite some time.
0: It's a long, <laughs> long freaking time ago. Is this going to upset the apple cart, Beth? Because, I mean, you know, it was confusing enough as it is, and who's the natives and who really was here first. No. First, it was like, oh, oh, it's all about, you know, Columbus, and it was all about the Vikings and all about the American Indian, and now it's all about the Japanese?
1: Well, we're just one big melting pot in the whole world.
0: Is <laughs> just a mess. I'm sure I'm sure Darkseid's ancestors Were here Way way before Sasquatch <laughs> Was here way before Anybody so, so Now we're gonna like Kiss up the Darkseid I don't think so Yeti people
1: <laughs> Well, back-to-school shopping is right around the corner, Dee, as I'm sure you know, and according to a survey by the National Retail Federation, the average American household will spend $457 on school gear this year. Worst news for you, Dee, is that I don't think you are the average American high school, as you have four children. Uh,
0: Yes, I have four children. I think you
1: have more extravagant spending, keeping in mind that I've seen Cheyenne's Closet. And she's mind, not even in school.
0: <laughs> keep in mind, yes we do, my wife is a wild woman when it comes to shopping and forgetting a deal. That's true. Do you know where she, she drives three hours to the factory that makes the line of clothes that she likes, um, it's called Jam Originals. And they're in, oh God, all the way up, up No, I think what town they're in. Doesn't matter. It's three hours upstate, New York. She goes to the factory where they sell everything for half price, and she comes down. I mean, she spends hundreds and hundreds of dollars. But I see the money that she's saving me, so she really. She goes the extra mile to make the dollar go. Got to give her credit there. So she's a, She doesn't. Uh, you know. She doesn't. Never pay full price. That's what she says. Mm-hmm. Never pay full. If you're going to city, you know. She knows all the places to shop. I know. She'll tell you, you at a shop. So, but I'm still getting killed. <laughs> I'm still getting killed. <laughs> There's I no way around four it. kids. Right. For God's sakes, four of them. Jeez.
1: Well, if you want the in look, hair experts are saying just head to the beach and forget about bringing a brush and a comb. Beach hair is said to be the hottest style this summer. With a trendy set, spending a lot of money to go to salons just to look like they came from the beach. Salons are even selling hairspray made with actual salt water, algae, and kelp extract. Surf spray costs $15 a bottle.
0: What is beach hair? What, what, it's all clumped together and
1: stuff? I think think so. And it's, you can't get a brush through it because of all the salt? Yeah, that's the in look now.
0: Well, I I'm not talking about clumpy like dreads. I'm talking about it's where it's kind of there's a thickness to the hair because mm-hmm. the salt water's in there. I kind of see the appeal of that. It has a it has a certain je ne sais quoi.
1: It looks a little lighter, I guess, because the salt.
0: Yeah, when you ladies come home from the beach and you you can taste it on your skin. I'm sorry, did I slipped <laughs> I away there for a minute? I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> you know, in, in New Britain, they've got a. They got they've got a whole little trend going on there. It's the just effed hair. <laughs> it's sweeping all the hairdresses they were doing it now. It just gives you that little <laughs> you know, little spray with little semen and scent of uh oh, yeah. a D woman's oh, private everything like that. All mixed in. Oh, oh yeah. Big in New Britain. You didn't have to go into the descriptive. <laughs> we all knew what you were talking about.
1: <laughs> Speaking of fashion, manicure and nail experts predicting the big trend for the fall will be camouflage nails. Yeah. On the runways, they're expecting camo to have a big comeback. Dark Side Dave, once again, ahead of the trend. Awesome. there. <laughs> and uh, they say camouflage, even on the nails, will be really big and they're going to start selling those press-on nails in a variety of camo colors. You can look for those in major drugstores in September.
0: Now, Dark Side, when this becomes all the rage, do you and your fellow uh, you know, redneck friends, do you feel like offended and and walk away from the style or are you uh you know grateful to finally be recognized or you know, what you gonna change
1: same thing happened with you with flannel too
6: yeah yeah notice i stopped wearing it mm-hmm. no i think we're gonna end up getting bummed out and looking for something new Something else, something fresh. What's
0: left? No, now I noticed your Lays nails orange. are camo. <laughs> yeah, mine. yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> you paint that on or such a natural brown and green spot?
1: <laughs> Nick's toenails are also camo.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, Jared Fogel wants to set the record straight. Who is Jared Fogel, you might ask? Well, I'm sure you've seen him. He is the spokesperson for the Subway Sandwich Chain.
0: His last name is Fogel? Yes. Okay,
1: And there are a lot of rumors flying around out in cyberspace about Gerald, and he wants to tell you three things. One, he is alive. Apparently there's a rumor going around that Jared has passed.
0: No, that's just his acting. <laughs>
1: Second, he lost his weight naturally. He did not have his stomach stable and he didn't pop diet pills. And third, he has not ballooned back up to eight hundred pounds, which is another vicious rumor that is floating around about Jared. Duly noted. He says he actually gets a big <laughs> kick out of it. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about his story. You may not know that Jared was a 425 pound student at Indiana University. Uh, He ate a lot of fast food and things that were very bad for him. And he decided to uh, go on this Subway diet when he got an apartment that actually shared a wall with Subway. This inspired him to go over there. And then he just started eating a sandwich there every day with no meal and no cheese.
0: The fact is he couldn't make it much farther to the grocery store.
1: And that's what worked for Jared. And he's still out there telling his story. So he's alive and well and still svelte, is Gerald. Jared.
0: It's a great, great thing. Okay. Uh, There's another thing he wants everybody to know. Yes, he's still a virgin. So <laughs> he's definitely accepting any kind of offers that people might <laughs> might want. I give. will
1: bet you that Jared has gotten some ladies oh, since he come lost on, the weight. No. Come way. on. He's looking. Fair um, to moderate. Oh, hey, it's just like Dee said the other He's day, that guy's cash. got
2: absolutely nothing going on <laughs> I mean, besides that dumb,
0: stupid smile. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's a little dopey. <laughs> He's still a little doughy. Oh, I'll God. give you that. But
0: Anybody can get some, but, but you got to... <laughs> You gotta, I don't know, you gotta take some stance. You gotta have something.
2: I heard he has a girlfriend. Oh, come on. If I saw him walking around Bushnell Park, (laughs) I swear to God, I think the guy's retarded. I'm not a smart man.
0: He was
1: was at Indiana University. That's a very competitive school. He has to have some brains.
0: It's a party town. It's a party party college.
1: (laughs) I'll bet Jared has got it going on. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what? I wouldn't date him, but...
0: <laughs> if we don't know. I'll know? bet
1: he gets I mean, free subs. I'm He's sure great. he
0: does. That guy's going to be a big star. I'll
1: <laughs> bet he has carte blanche at any subway <laughs> anywhere in the world.
0: There you go. There him there you and go. the guy who makes the donuts. <laughs> at, at any donut shop, he walks in, they just give him donuts if he wants them.
1: Well, Fred Durst is in a little bit of legal trouble. A paramedic working at a Limp Bizkit concert is suing the band for injuries to him Himself. Detroit Free Press is reporting Christopher Dickinson has filed suit over Limp biscuits show last October 29th Dickinson says Fred Durst invited fans to rush the stage and told security not to stop them. Dickinson at the time was trying to get to a fan who was having a seizure, but he was kicked and knocked unconscious. He says he suffered brain damage and personality changes that make him unable to work and that his wife had to quit her job to care for him. He's suing Limp Bizkit and the concert venue, neither the band nor the venue has commented yet.
0: Oh. You well, know, this is surprising. You know, there's never been any evidence of irresponsible behavior <laughs> on the part of Fred Durst. Oh,
1: all I have to do in court is whip out that Woodstock tape. Oh. Do I hear settlement?
0: My oh. Anna. <laughs> I, you know, I wonder. You know, it was a pit down there. I wonder if Zalman kicked the guy in the head.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> hey, speaking of Zalman, isn't he going to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, I didn't tell you. I got contacted by Millionaire. <gasps> you did yeah why
1: they want you to be on celebrity they're gonna have
0: a rock star uh millionaire that Uh-oh. is and
1: awesome yeah
0: yeah they want me to be on oh, cool. i bet that
1: they got the idea because you're a potential lifeline
0: yeah well i don't know i actually the person the person over there is who's working there now in that in that well who contacted me is someone that i've known for years uh has worked with uh, MTV and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they have my, you know, we're friends with them. They have my phone number. So she called up, and you know, so I hadn't spoke to her in a while. And uh, so we were talking. I said, oh, you're over at Millionaire. I said, oh, yeah, no, it was a lifeline the other day. She said, well, screw that. She said, we want you to be on the uh, Rockstar in September or October. They're doing a Rockstar who wants oh, to be a millionaire. That's great. And I was, so I want to be on. So anyway, I just remembered that.
1: We'll have to quiz you, give you some trivia. Yes.
0: When is I think too? When Zalman's uh, when is Zalman's big show? I believe it's next week.
1: Maybe Zalman can be your lifeline. We should find out. He's mm. pretty good. Yeah,
0: we should find out if if uh, when Zalman's going to be out. We we'll mm-hmm. let people know.
1: Well, Tom Brokaw admits yes, he has been thinking about retiring, but he doesn't want anyone to jump the gun before he headed off on his. 10 week summer vacation something for you to think about D Uh, he he said he did have a notion about retiring but he doesn't have any set timetable and he said he's not at this point prepared yet to retire and I know NBC doesn't want him to retire because since he went on this break the other networks at least ABC has been beating him and he had that locked up for a while
0: yeah he's got it going on that guy 10 week summer vacation I was talking about his contract. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's okay on the air, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello David Katz. Do you hear about Brokaw?
0: Ten <laughs> weeks. Ten weeks.
1: Well, no more speculating. The word is out, it's final. Caroline Ray will be taking Rosie O'Donnell's place on her talk show when Rosie's contract is up. Ray won't officially take the seat until the two thousand two two thousand three season you may know her as one of the people on Sabrina the Teenage Witch I don't, personally I guess she's a bubbly, blonde comedian, and she loves to chat and entertain
0: Wow so booters,
1: Not Katie Couric
0: Actually, Reverend Dave Hill, uh, he's actually been on a Vacation from Clear Channel. <laughs> <laughs> they call it, you know, being let go, uh, but it's vacation. He calls it a vacation. Extended. So much <laughs> so, so that he another took another job so. <laughs> on his vacation. Hey, are you going to do a story on Paula Poundstone? Is she in there? Because yeah, she was arraigned.
1: Yeah, she, basically what happened was the judge said that her defense team can have more time. You know, she's. Getting treatment for alcoholism, and she says she's not guilty, and her defense says that her addiction may play a part in their defense. Not any huge revelations, though.
0: So she's not guilty, but the alcoholism is going to play a part in her defense.
1: Got to cover your bases.
0: So she was wasted and did some naughty things.
1: Well, they're not saying that.
0: It's implied. hmm it's implied
1: I don't care how drunk the average person is your impulse isn't to do those kinds of things there's something else going
0: on well they never look at her it's the only way she's gonna get any <laughs> <It's> scary
1: <laughs> mostly sunny high in the low 80s today tonight clear into the 50s and tomorrow great day again sunny and mid 80s right now it is 62 at 902
0: hey Jeff from North Brantford has got, says he's got dark side beat you got, I have no doubt you got dark side beat what'd you do Jeff Jeff? Uh, He's not there. Okay. Is he there? He's drunk. He's He's, too drunk.
1: He's drunk. He passed out of the wheel. (laughs) He had him beat right now. Now. He just didn't catch him in time.
0: 22. (laughs) And he passed out. (laughs) Okay. Good call. Good call. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. And uh, we've been telling you we're going to have a new feature on S Nine Radio called Hypothetically dot, 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 dot. And asked you to send hypothetical questions to Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com to pose to the show for us to discuss. And the question we've been working with, a hypothetical example, was if Nick needed a kidney to live and one of us had, not one, not one of us had a perfect match, the only match available. Without a long wait. Uh, would we give him our kidney? Kill that retard. <laughs> Dark side's been very vocal with his little machine over there. Uh, and uh, it, it was a little machine and he's been <laughs> and he has obviously not given up the kidney. It's over. So, so uh, we got tons of really good hypothetical questions from you guys, which we will address when we return with more D Snyder Radio. Stick around and we got Rock Cat Stickers to give away. Woohoo! It's Radio one oh four.
1: It's too far gone.
4: WMRQ Waterbury Hartford. Are you offended? He has a name. You call him by his name. D Snyder Radio. Got it transportation provided by Peter Dam Bustle. There's there's something. Ray 0 0104. I can't sell this man. Now back to D-Snider Radio. What is there to talk about?
0: School. Oh I'm not gonna take it. Starting to sound like somebody we know. On
4: Radio 104.
0: Thursday in our continuing uh, tribute week at the Ozfest, week dedicated to the Ozfest, we'll be playing our interview with, exclusive interview with Twiggy from Marilyn Manson. Interview that was fairly hard fought in order to get, first they denied us an interview, but I expressed my feelings on the subject and they came through with an interview. I have more to say about that when the time comes, actually. I've already spoken about it, so I'm not going to waste my breath right now. But listen to this letter, and this isn't reaction right now, Nick. This is a letter that, that it hurts. D, I'm distraught. This morning, as I was listening to the show, you announced that you and the peeps would be sitting in Section 201. Well, last week... After hearing you saying you were sitting in section 203, I went and bought tickets in section 205. That was what you've been advertising all week, wasn't it? Now what? Today, what did I learn? I learned that my 205 tickets are worthless. I'm totally bummed. I was really looking forward to hanging out with you guys. Signed, Sona Woman. That was Pete, right? Promotions. Send them a copy of this letter. Show them how screw-ups like that affect somebody's life. All the
2: sections are really close. She's not going to be like, you know, on the other side of the stadium.
0: Yeah, you, you think it? I mean, I was never there. Oh, I've been there. They're all really We're in close. we 201, so 202, 203, 204, and 205. Plus, it's not
1: right oh. next door, Nick. What's that? It's not right next door.
2: But I mean they're all very close. She's not gonna be on the like I mean it's not like we're gonna be in left field and she's yeah,
1: gonna but be she feels rightly so that it was false advertising on our
0: part. Right. There's gotta be more than a couple of people between us and her in well, those four sections.
2: We'll be very accessible at the game. That's all I could say to her.
0: Mm, okay. So you feel this is so I mean I still think that this is point we'll find out. Sona Woman, make yourself known. We'll find out just how accessible I am to you. Four sections away.
1: <laughs> I'm sure if you have binoculars, you'll be able to see us just fine. It's
0: not four <laughs> seats. It's four sections. <laughs> that's accessible. It's a minor You're, league
1: park, so it's not that
0: In far, your mind, okay.
1: You can probably walk it with, take a couple breaks. You make it over there, well, no
0: Well, I don't say for Sona Woman. That's, <laughs> it sucks. It does. It sucks house. that we were misannouncing it for, and I'm sure she's not the only one, for that long to be told that oh no it was a mistake we're in section 201 so uh, whoever's responsible should feel much shame and they probably don't even give a crap F them. Uh, all right. You, By the way, speaking, yeah, speaking of Dee Radio Night at the New Britain Rockettes, it's happening this Thursday, August 2nd. That's right, at New Britain Stadium in New Britain. We're inviting 300 peeps to Gorilla into Section 201 to watch the New Britain Rock hats take on the New Haven Ravens on Dee Radio Night at New Britain Stadium. So what do you want to do now? Well, you want to be callers number 10 and 11. To 860-666-4444. Why? Because that will win you a four-pack of tickets. A four-pack of tickets. So call if you're a loser and have no friends, Jared. Uh, so, <laughs> And we'll be giving away another four-pack later on in the show with what do we learn today? All right? So come join the party. It's going to be fun. And... Sorry, Sona Woman. We're in section 201. So if you want to buy tickets, buy them in the surrounding sections and uh, join the fray. It's going to be a good time. Good time. D-Snyder Radio at the New Britain Rockets. Okay. uh, Lost my little list. Oh, some reaction here. Is that what I'm doing next, Nick? Yeah. I think. Cool. Just a few pieces. uh, Two couple pieces, I should say. First of all, I'm rereading this one from early this morning because people who listen at this time during the show didn't hear this. We were talking yesterday about what happened to Chandra Levy. And I hypothesized that, you know, that I talked about in Snatch how this guy in Snatch had pigs eat the bodies of his victims. And what if some pigs ate her body? And Nick said it was going to take 70 pigs to eat a woman Chandra Levy's size well one of our listeners had the movie broke out the facts because they're very detailed in that movie the the, the 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 mob boss is very detailed about how what it takes to consume a man a body and it's apparently it takes 16 pigs to eat a full-sized person cut into six pieces and a single pig eats about two pounds of raw meat a second so Lou D from New Britain did some calculating figured out at that rate, and according to Nick, was 70 pigs needed to consume her. Well, that's almost the size of five normal women, so she'd weigh in between six and seven hundred pounds. It's pretty close, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're off by uh, about six hundred pounds, yeah, just about. Just, I was about to say about, yeah, about 550, six pounds, yeah, 550. Uh, and Tracy from Stafford just wanted to tell us um, that she wanted to thank us for the informational part on Friday's show about what's going on in the area for the weekend. This is another satisfied customer, Beth. My boyfriend and I went to the Blues Chili Corvette show in East Hartford on Sunday that Darkside told us about. We had a great time. We had no idea what was going on until Darkside mentioned it. See that, Darkside? Yeah, see what it happens? Brought a little joy into her life. And it beats Not the TV a guide. Thing. That's right. Okay, it absolutely beats the TV. I'm glad you got away from the TV and started talking about some real things that were going on. That's right. Okay, uh, I assume we have winners on those tickets, by the way, because I got a blank message. Yeah. Um, so.
2: Jim from Danbury and uh, Mike from New Britain won the tickets.
0: Okay, well, here we go. We don't have any music, nothing fancy. There's a new feature on the show. It's called Hypothetically... And I asked you to send in hypothetical questions to captain Howdy at clearchannel dot com and Michelle Z wrote when the hypothetical question of Nick needing a kidney was posed at dark side, he started playing taps. I frickin fell on the floor uh and that was and and that was just a hypothetical hypothetical question. I thought that we should just answer that for people who may not have got the answer. We kind of talked about it a little bit yesterday. Dark side no go <sighs> Yeah I would. <gasps> you you would. Yeah. <laughs> no,
6: nah, I mean, you know, he, he is a dick and, and uh <laughs> No, let me let me qualify that. He is a dick and an a hole and whatever else you could throw at him, but uh he's still a brother, so yeah I would.
0: <laughs> Thank so, you. Mitch. See that? Now yesterday I said I wouldn't. And I'm still standing by. <laughs> 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 it's nothing personal. I've got four children. I've got one kidney to give. I up. know, dude. I am a perfect <laughs> donor for any of my children. Uh, and if they and, and uh, what happens, I gave up that kidney. You know, when I go to reharvest it. So you wouldn't I would. give
1: it for dark side either. For Nobody. Okay.
0: I'm keeping it just in case. <laughs>
2: I family yeah. needs it. There's only one D Snider. You can only spread yourself around
0: so much, that's especially a, I your think body that, parts. That, that, that's and I don't like, out you know about organs. I put a kidney in him, and he's all of a sudden he's out there touring, singing. I want to rock. Yes, <laughs> he's got rights to the name. <laughs> and then he can go out. He's got Send one them. one organ within the kidney. It's <laughs> in the kidney.
2: Yeah. Start and, collecting royalties and stuff. You know.
0: Oh. And Beth, what was your answer?
1: Well, just as if I had an annoying, irritating little brother, I would give a kidney to him. Same thing with Nick. Thank you, Beth. No
0: problem. So you're cool unless I'm the only match.
1: Yeah, he's the uh, irritating,
2: annoying little brother I never had.
0: Well, would you give up a kidney for one of us,
2: (laughs) Nick? Um, sure. I mean, not Sean, but. Um, <laughs> no, it's no, no,
0: all about the core.
2: I'm, yeah, a, I'm yeah. on the fence with
1: Sean, um, too. So. I would. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: give, yeah, I'd give my kidney to uh, everybody on the show. Sure
1: yeah what can you a, imagine we only get about a f- couple of weeks out of it what's <laughs> left in <laughs> it you know no, I get yeah. a
0: kidney who wants his kidneys you run into the bathroom every two seconds <laughs> <laughs> okay uh <laughs> so the kidney of a 70 year old and he was glad to get rid of it all right here i got a, a, a first official hypothetical question okay okay and it's directed to beth but i'm going to open it up to the floor but we'll start with beth it's from klepto kyle okay Says hypothetically, Beth, you're offered a job at the NBC Today Show. Okay, however, Clear Channel has you in an ironclad contract that will not let you quit. Big hi ever, <laughs> thank That's you.
1: Pretty big Hi ever. I don't have one Bet- of those.
0: Hi ever, <laughs> assuming you did. Okay, the only way to leave the company is to be fired. You want the job at NBC, so my question is, how would you go about getting fired?
1: Ah, this is a neat question, isn't it? What would I do to get fired?
0: Hypothetically. <sighs>
1: now, keeping in mind that I have, I'm one of the few people on record to have actually read the company handbook.
3: <laughs>
1: so, <laughs>
0: you read that thing? <laughs> I read
1: it. You've so, not. So I actually, know causes for dismissal?
0: Oh, you do?
1: Oh, yeah. So i break which-
0: mine out in the event. Though, <laughs> yeah. You have it yeah.
1: behind glass, just in case you need to get fired. Yes, yes. Um, so what I might do is... Um uh, there isn't anybody that I dislike enough to sort of just rip into the person you know <laughs> a,
0: what a great question Clefton I know I couldn't imagine could you doing <laughs> anything to get fired if you
1: wanted just to just to go on a vocal tirade but I, I I'm, there are others I'm sure who might use Heck. that I swear oh. to God if you say things like that I'm going to come in there and choke you but that's not going yeah, to get me fired people will have my back on that one <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I get a promotion yeah but I don't care
1: to say that to Manuel I like Manuel I'm I'm not just okay. saying that because he's the big boss. Okay, um, since you, are I think I might. Br- I would probably bring some kind of weapon because I know that's cause for immediate <laughs> dismissal. I might just you come in packing heat. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> ah. so there were a few things. There were a few things that were, you know, here's cause for immediate dismissal from Clear Channel radio stations. Um there were a few <laughs> minor things, and then it was. Bringing any kind of weapon into the station. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I just borrow one of dark, dark Side Dave's pieces and uh, saunter on in, hanging right from my belt. <laughs> How hysterical is that?
0: That's hysterical. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm done. See, me, if I look at fire, I turn to uh, television and remember how Lucille Ball got evicted from her apartment she did the Mexican hat dance on the ceiling did <laughs> you ever see that one no I mean it was me how I get fired I guess I, I'm <laughs> you ever see that episode <laughs> they do the Mexican hat dance and the ceiling is literally coming down below but we're on the first floor so that doesn't work um, well I'm I'm uh, half out, uh, I've got one foot in the grave already when it comes to that because I was um, am I allowed to say that I guess as long as I'm not specific.
1: You've been reprimanded.
0: I've been reprimanded for being nasty to a fellow employee. Um, so I would follow, I would continue down that road.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I would I would start tearing some people some new a-holes and uh, I'd be out the door. Mm. Or go in style and do something really insane on the air. You know, to get to get mm-hmm. me thrown off the air. But that could affect, you know, the gig. But this is if,
1: assuming that you already had the job lined up. And so NBC had signed off and said, do what you have to do to get fired.
0: Right, as long as I knew what I was mm-hmm. doing. But, but with me, if I did something really public, it could affect people's, you know, a public opinion of me. And uh, and bring concern to NBC or whatever television show I was hiring. Because I did, you know... Public lewdness, or uh, you know, had sex in this on the air, or some crazy thing like that.
1: Please, they do that uh, every night on the Carlito
0: show. I know. Well, not the way I would do it. I see. Uh, I would do it like Dark Side Dave did it, except with the mic on,
6: <laughs> right on the board.
0: <laughs> so, hypothetically, Dark Side Dave, if you, uh, if, if you had, a, let's not say NBC, let's just whatever it is, the dream job, right. The well, gig, man, signed, sealed, and delivered. Your Iron Clan contract, ha ha ha, through Clear Channel, and you want to get out? What do you do?
6: Well, I got to say, um, along the same lines with Beth, I got a pretty, pretty clean record here. Uh, almost being fired once, though, for a major commercial mishap, nonetheless costing the company thousands and thousands of dollars. I don't think I would go back down that road. I have two options here. I would either come in and clam bake the studio while we were on the air.
0: I don't know what clam bake means. What was that?
6: You know, close up the door and spark it up. You know. You mean
1: set it on fire?
6: No, man. Just get everybody in here toasting. Oh,
1: smoke marijuana. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> even oh, though I don't oh, do it, that's oh, oh. you know,
6: even though it's been good a while, one, that's a good one. way to you know get go about it. Either, that or I would take out six and a half years of frustration on the first person that pissed me off and just beat the living crap out of him.
0: Ooh, that was okay, amazing Physical violence. Good yeah, one. Mm-hmm. good one. One the other. Works. And lastly, Nick. Before we take a break, Nick. um, yeah. Okay. I mean, I know it's it's a crazy hypothetical question because sure. hypothetically, you got offered a really good job. Hypothetically, yeah. you're an Ironclad contract here yeah. at Clear Channel. Hypothetically, you'd need a reason. They wouldn't want to let you go. Hypothetically. Yeah. So you walked in and said, listen, I want. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay. But,
2: but hypothetically. All right. First step, uh, I put kiln in the name of By Rage Against the Machine on a loop in the studio. That's Unedited. The song, yeah, un- edited that's the F you I won't do what you told me song Uh, lock up the studio so no one could get in there that's old school radio right there (laughs) and then I would walk down to uh, our boss's office and Probably take a dump on his
3: ass. <laughs> good, good, good answer. Good
0: answer. Get <laughs> out of here, pal.
2: And then on the way out, just put a few d euro stickers all over the place you know,
0: where they're not F-U supposed to won't be. You, I will do what you
1: told me F-U on his car. Do- told me, yeah. <laughs> <Hang
0: on. laughs> You're out of here. So, out. Hypothetically, you are out of here, pal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you may be out of here, for just thinking. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll continue with more hypothetical questions from you, the listeners. And there's some good ones. Beth's got some good mm-hmm. ones as well. So uh, stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. There's something to say to me? Can I come
4: over? D. Snyder Radio. It's in the guy's ass. That's not the real story. if you rock my box. Uh, the real story. You rock my world. D. Snyder Radio. It's important enough to squeeze your cheeks for. Radio 104. Now back to D Snyder Radio. get
3: back to the old school. Whoa,
4: whoa, whoa, whoa. He's old and brittle. I think you're all right. Oh, well, I explains plays a lot. Radio
0: 104. All right, we're having fun here playing hypothetically. And we're going to continue. Uh, Joanna wrote in just to say that uh, she saw Planet of the Apes. She thought it was great. Okay. Yeah, the ending was the best. It made you think a little. We won't expect it on the ending and amusing as well. I strongly recommend it. It's not for everyone, but I think you would like it. It's just talking to me. And um, Dark Devil, who loves the show, uh, by the way, wants to know if we could play, um, next time we're on, we could play People Equal Excrement by Slipknot.
1: Oh, it was going to be my song choice
0: next week. Maybe on your when it's your turn, turn next, you really? can play that. People, people equal s by Slipknot.
1: I'm a little burned out on it though because I've been having it on all the time. My <laughs> apartment, in your car, yeah.
0: Um, Dark Devil. Uh, much as I enjoy Slipknot, uh, we really can't play any on the on this station because, uh, as you could probably see, People Equal Excrement in and of itself has an expletive <laughs> <laughs> in there. It is a curse word in the title. <laughs> i usually find that songs with the curse word in the title usually there's no shot that they're gonna make it on the air you
1: know if it were up to me we'd be playing it but the yeah, it was if, it was, if no. beth
0: was the boss but unfortunately she's not <laughs> well okay well time to get back to hypothetically I Asked you people to send us hypothetical questions i think we do need some sort of music something but well, we'll discuss that later um and uh, to, to Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com, sort of what ifs. And uh, Beth, you got one there that you want to yeah, share? Yeah,
1: I, I have a couple here. Sandy, aka Mama Bear, sent in a little quick one for each of us. We'll start with you, D. Okay. Hypothetically, what would you do if Nick were your real son? Killing yourself is not an option.
0: Wow. Wow. What a hypothetical question. <laughs>
1: You
3: dropped him
0: off somewhere? Abandon him. Move. I'd move. Uh, Not tell him about it, though. Uh, Witness protection program? No. Um, On a serious note, uh, definite regrouping. You know, and part of this is that. Like, where did we go wrong?
1: What the hell's
0: going on here? We've got to, you know, we've got to work figure out what to do here. I mean, You'd have to investigate
1: which, where, when they were switched at birth, where your kid was actually sent from the hospital. Well, no, there was that.
0: There'd be the genetic thing. <laughs> Immediately checking on that first, because there's always that outside chance it's yeah. not yours. And then you're like, you know. <laughs> hey, look what I got. This is yours. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Can I have my 27-year-old? Yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah, I, I definitely regroup. <laughs> take a good hard look at oh what we, where we went wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you'd have to cut the cord, too. You couldn't continue and, to well, support
0: him. No, absolutely. I, you know, Suzette. I say, come on, seriously, this is out of control. I'd it's have. out of control.
1: <laughs> Suzette would have really kicked his ass years ago.
0: No, 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 no. She's the sucker. She's, she's, she's loud, but she doesn't. You know what I mean? Her, yeah. her barks worse than her bite. The kids know that. <laughs> Mommy, like who she? She'll she'll You're be disgusting. yelling stuff and well, yelling stuff and and nobody pays attention. You know, and I'll just talk calmly and intensely and everybody's very focused
1: so, you've seen him uh, get mad Nick
0: uh, yeah. oh I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, be, cool. you know chop up the, the speed pass cut all lines cut, say here's your papers <laughs> to the car I'm signing it over to you <laughs> <laughs> the next month's your first payment and, and let the chips fall where they may it
1: old school like Dee's dad
0: yeah. I mean how much worse can it be I just got a headache <laughs> thinking about that question <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright we'll switch gears and jump to oh, the dark God. side Hypothetically, if pot were to be made legal, would you quit the show to start your own business?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Delivery service. Um,
1: But you'd smoke all the profits. I mean, you have to keep that in mind.
6: (laughs) If they were to legalize pot, what would happen is, um, I mean, no, I I couldn't do it because the prices, I'm figuring the prices would probably drop because it's going to be freaking everywhere and it just wouldn't be worth it, you know?
0: Let me just throw an idea in your direction. Sure. WeedX. When it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. <laughs> overnight <laughs> pot delivery. <laughs> Guaranteed <laughs> before 10 a.m.
6: That's an idea.
0: There's money in that. Sure, the price drops, but that kind of delivery is a weed Think about it.
2: <laughs> Put me in a
6: higher tax bracket. Hmm.
1: <laughs> Not tough to do. <laughs> <Right>.
6: <laughs> Five bucks.
1: <laughs> uh, for Nicholas. Hypothetically, if my soon-to-be husband, perish the thought, were not able to get me impregnated, would you donate sperm to help us have a family? Of course I would.
0: <laughs> Do you I'm have so any say in this, Beth?
1: I suppose if he's the only one, but...
0: Well, that I, was a hypothetical? He, yeah. he wouldn't even think about it? He'd impregnate any woman who would have it. <laughs> yeah, sure. <you laughs> can can hand it. If it was legal, he'd give it out in vials at the front door here at the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: I Beth, I would love to be a part of your family. I already feel like I am anyway.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: sort of on the same note... I guess you'll have my reply to Nick's in this little question. <laughs> Hypothetically, if Nick and I were the only two people left on Earth, yeah. would the human race die? <laughs> Hit it, dark side. <laughs> 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 Come on, Beth. <laughs> Do you know what that would entail?
2: We'd have
0: awesome kids. Yes, but it would entail actual. Intercourse.
1: Genetics yeah. are a crapshoot,
0: eh? I mean, yeah, how do genetics? I
1: know they'd get my
2: genes?
0: <laughs> you want to be responsible? Exactly. You want to be responsible for. It- Populating the world with little nicks?
2: Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, the world would be a much better place. You know, oh, much yeah, more yeah, polite. Yeah. Everybody would be good head on their shoulders and everything. My kids would be <laughs> a yeah, well, losers. Half of them. I'm not going to subject you to thinking about having sex with me because... <laughs>
1: Thank I, you. <laughs> you're still
2: getting married, right? <laughs> yes,
1: That's the plan. <laughs> yeah, I know,
2: so. All right, well, I don't want to like... Because I really like, I really like uh, your man. So I don't want to talk about sex with you, although... It would have been awesome. But uh um, <laughs>
1: we'll never know anything. Yeah,
2: I guess not. <laughs> but uh yeah, D if I like if if I get my sperm like mixed in with best I think With my the, sperm? The <laughs> you know, in those egg things. The eggies, yeah. Um, the world would be a much better place to be. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I could talk to somebody about wiping everybody out and just starting all over with Beth, you know? And, like, we'll keep you around 2D to be, like, the godfather because you're a good godfather for the world, I think.
0: Well, you know? I guess nobody else is left here, and I'm shooting I'm sh- I'm sh- blanks anyway. Not that I was offering. Uh, but, uh, Nick... You are like the typhoid Mary <laughs> of of the male species. I mean, you're carrying you yourself. Well, are very sick, but you're also carrying the sickness and you're spreading it. You know what? One of somebody in my family was going to do. It looked like um, at one point I just showered a nameless. One of my brothers thought he was shooting blanks. He was going to. Um, so, he was to him and his wife discuss getting a, uh, a semen shake made uh, from all my brothers. Me and my old brothers. Can you do that? Brothers, and then have it, you know, mixed, loaded, and then let, uh, let the you know, chips fall where they may. So, you wouldn't know which. So, you get Snyder jeans, but wouldn't know specifically which brother it came from.
1: Can you do that?
0: I don't know. That's what he told me he was thinking about. A ice do in do a that?
1: blender I have no idea
0: I don't know how they would do it I mean we're not going to have a circle jerk or anything like that.
1: I wasn't thinking that
0: <laughs> Here, just scrape some of that up um, <laughs> <laughs> look at best Face. Uh, Sorry, Dad. Uh, okay one more hypothetical uh, question okay. okay this is something let's 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 raise it you know let's raise the bar here for Mikey Ramon, if Nick were to break both his arms, would you help him wipe his ass? <laughs>
1: Oh, we're raising the bar! I said. Is this for everybody?
0: Yeah, we'll go around the horn. No way, no how. Come Are you on! Freaking D. insane! Look, you're a tough guy. You could take so, it. No shot. I'm going to ruin it for everybody else here. I'll, I'll take. I'll. I'll save my solution for last. Beth,
1: can I hose him down from a far distance?
0: That's your choice.
1: (laughs) I don't want to get close to ground zero, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Mr. Poopy Pants? But
1: the alternative is I don't want him walking back to the studio with everything still attached to the pants.
0: And he's in the bathroom a lot, now that you mention it. What
1: the hell is that smell? So I think if I could, uh, from a safe distance, looking in a different direction, maybe sort of get the hose down <laughs> going there. But I, I don't think get get I get down. you say get the hose?
4: Gets the hose here.
1: I don't think I'd <laughs> mummify my hand and, you know, be that close to the action. No. On. One no.
0: of those radiation suits on. I would chip you in know. to
1: get you some kind of nurse.
0: I have a little baby spot. Suck
1: B! Suck B so did you-
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't really
1: heard from him since. <laughs>
0: Uh, he cut off his arm. So you say <laughs> that, like, with a hazmat suit <laughs> and appropriate tools, you would, uh, you, you might hose him down. I'd
1: help the kid out, Nick. I would, I would hose you down.
0: Gets the hose again. Thank you, dark guys. side. I've got your
1: backside, so to speak. <laughs> well,
0: from the backside to the dark side, uh, would you wipe? Nick, for him. No,
6: no, I wouldn't do anything. No hose, nothing. You're on your own, dude. No offense. I'll give you my kidney. I'm not wiping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay.
3: out. Yeah.
6: yeah, totally. See, out.
0: I would just say to you, Nick, I said, listen, man, this is what you got to do. First of all, well, I, I, I forgot. At first, my first thought was. Man, you got to just rinse in the shower, you know, thinking, <laughs> thinking he's having the morning constitutional, Please. you know, I mean, go in the shower and rinse your butt off. And, Why? And his butt's it.
1: a full-time job.
0: Yeah, right. I forgot that he goes in there all the time. So, <laughs> to that end, I would help install a colostomy bag. <laughs> <laughs> so, while your wrists were broken, you could wear a little pouch and that the stuff would come out of you and go into the pouch. And then, you know, you could empty the pouch. Because, you, you know, you can't wipe maybe, but you could certainly empty the pouch or something like that. Thank you, Tia. I appreciate it. I'm not it. emptying the pouch.
1: Or maybe we could just get a bidet installed here at 10 Columbus Boulevard.
0: Mm. Or, yeah, or you could just sit your ass down in one of the sinks after you're done. Yes, oh, sure. That's attractive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's little feet dangling. Uh, uh, the
0: bigger question is who's, who's going to clip his toenails? <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's the
0: bigger true. question. Right, I got one last question here. We'll save the other ones, Beth. I'll take this one okay. here, and then we'll break. This is, kind of, this is actually a serious one. We'll, um, from Weez, said, if you had the opportunity to be the first person to set foot on Mars, would you do it if NASA guaranteed a 99.9% successful return, you had to fly by yourself, and it was a 10-year round trip? So you'd be the first person on Mars, but it's 10 years round trip, solo, you're guaranteed to come back alive, but it's going to take 10 years, and you'd be by yourself for that 10 years. No way, no how, not interested. No way. No way, right? No
1: way. It's the 10, you had me up
0: until I had to be away for 10 years. Because they say it's a really long, a long trip, the trip to Mars.
6: So no way. Dark side? Uh, No, not a chance. My chance, right? I'm not, just not that interested Well, I mean, it depends on how much money, but probably not, now. Ten
0: years of your life.
6: Yeah, it's a long time to be away from Yeah, no, I couldn't do it.
0: I think you don't age in space. I'm not sure about that, though. And, and lastly, Nick? Rent sounds can? cheap, you know?
2: Oh, so what you're looking cheap? at the free room and board aspect of it? <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. I wouldn't have to pay any rent or anything like that, you know? It's pretty cool. So, uh, all kidding aside, would you be interested? Absolutely not. No. (laughs) His his mom
1: couldn't let him go for ten years. She would chain herself to the launch pad. I would be.
2: I (laughs) I couldn't even go up in a spaceship by myself. I I think I would definitely freak out. Like, I mean, it's not like. I mean, taking off in a plane is bad enough, you know, but you're actually landing back on Earth. But this is like you're being shot out into space, which is pretty big, you know. It's very,
3: (laughs) very big. Pretty big. Here. Yeah, it's yes. large,
0: dude. It's huge. Yes. Uh, well, what? Okay, just okay, modify. What about if your mom could come with you?
2: <laughs> of
0: course. Well, yeah, <laughs>
2: then, yeah. You sold me. Yeah.
1: She's packing right now yeah.
0: with mom on a space shuttle. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. We're gonna take a break. That's it for uh, hypothetically for this week. Good questions, and we got actually tons more. We'll address them next week. I'm sure. Um, What we learned today is next. Now, I did tell you that you were playing for Hat tickets. I lied. We are quickly running out of them. We have any to give away tomorrow and Thursday? Or what's the deal? Yeah, we'll have uh, a couple four-packs tomorrow and Thursday. Okay. But we're definitely... Just about out, our 300-ticket allotment is is all but used up. So we're playing for a designer Radio prize pack. Old school. That's old school, the prize pack. But that's still worth your thoughts, your ideas, on what we learned today. Give us a call at 860-666-4444. Tell us what you learned. And um, if we like it, you get the prize back. It's as simple as that. And when we get back, I also have a reaction to my comments about the Hooters girls yesterday as well. I figured there would be one. those so at least one. Stick around for more D's Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104.
4: D's Snyder Radio. Call D now. 666-4444. You may not love me now, but I can try, try, try. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104.
0: So hypothetically, Beth, if it wasn't for the years it took, you might be interested in going to uh, Mars? Sure. Be the first person on Mars? Sure. That would intrigue you? think it could take a couple weeks, yeah. But just nothing insane. Right. What about you, Darkseid, if it wasn't the time issue?
6: I think it'd be cool. It'd be an interesting interesting experience.
0: That's history books.
1: Yeah. You're right yeah. up there with Neil Armstrong.
6: Yeah, that's good stuff.
0: So I guess that's the same thing. This really comes down to the amount of time it takes to make that trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got this one letter here. Uh, yesterday with the Hooters girls it says uh, from Stacy in West Haven. Although I was amused when I read the Toyota Toyota story in Sunday's paper, I knew that you and your crew would pick up on this story. However... <laughs> the however, <term> is Sweeping <laughs> That pronunciation is sweeping the state However I, I take offense to your comment about the intellect Or lack of quote most Hooters girls May I offer this invitation to your neighborhood Hooters on, Out on Strong Island Where more than 80% of the girls on staff From September through May Attend college full time Some of the schools are quite reputable, I might add. Some of these ladies are in graduate courses at these colleges. Please don't assume just because a sleazy corporation owner decided to pull a fast one on girls who literally run around for six-hour shifts that the girls are the ones at fault for being stupid. The news article read that the manager actually told his staff in Florida, quote, I don't know whether it will be a car, truck, or van, but you will have to pay the taxes, unquote. I'm pretty sure even a mentally challenged person would assume they would be receiving a motor vehicle. I really enjoy the show, and so does my daughter, who will be entering her third year at Hofstra University and her second year employed by Hooters in East Meadow. I assure you she's very intelligent, so smart, that she found somewhere to make a crapload of tax-free cash from stupid guys who pay much too much money for wings and beer.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I mean, Hooters, who's, Hooters. who's the winner down there intellectually at Hooters. Uh well
0: totally. I mean that's yeah. why I, I refuse to go to any of those places because all the guys there are chumps. Oh. Thinking that they actually got a shot. Dark Side just was there last week. Uh, with Sean and everybody else. Okay, so they Hey it's a lady. They're all chumps. And and Stacey, first of all, it was a well written letter. Uh, and I appreciate that you didn't get like all crazy. I was you know, i was just playing with the overgeneralizations, you know, jocks are dumb. You know, so as our hooters girls and rock stars were all drugged out, and you know everybody rednecks were all low life dirt bags with no teeth. And I mean, we we fool around with those stereotypes, and you know, clearly I know there's a lot of bright girls working there, and uh, and I didn't even know the whole story that if that was a fact true, that the manager says I don't know whether it will be a car, truck, or a van. I mean, it was even more misleading. You know, what was the original story? That they the person who sold the most beer would get a mm-hmm. Toyota. Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't know if it's going to be a car, truck, or van, but you're going to have to pay the taxes on it, the sales tax on it. So, uh, I, of course, I know that there's smart jocks, straight rock stars, hillbillies with their teeth. And, you know, a lot, a lot of these stereotypes uh, do not always hold true. It was just having fun all right well it's time to do a little singing do we have a sponsor today Darcy? no no nope. then do it people what we learn what we learn what we learn today what we learn what we learn what we learn today kim from simsbury good morning
1: good morning
0: how, how you doing very oh, we're good, doing good. How are you? we're good we're good so kim what did you learn today
1: Well, I learned that if Nick Lentino has any possible chance of donating any organs to anybody, that they just ought to take their chance in the afterlife and uh, just kind (laughs) of give up now and uh, take their chances with what comes next.
0: Are you saying that rather than, than if it's life or death, and the life means taking an organ from Nick, just just die (laughs) just choose death you're saying choose death Kim
1: I would just lay down and go to the next world after hearing what some of the things that Nick has done with his body and to his body that's just that's scarier than death
0: it's true so Kim says take the dirt nap (laughs) right. (sighs) wow Well, Beth, 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 Beth. What did you learn today, Beth?
1: I learned that it says something about Nick. I don't know what. That both said and I would donate a kidney to him, but we wouldn't help him clean himself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. Who knows what's going on there? (laughs) (laughs) All the bathroom trips he takes, his ass must be rubbed raw. Oh, my God. (laughs) Must be chafed.
2: No, you can't tell the ladies stuff like that. They're not going near near there anyway. Yes, Yes, they are. They have to. It's part of the thing, you know?
3: Hey, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh.
2: I uh, we'll hear this uh, interview next week, but Sean and I talked to this guy called Doctor huh? Duty. We did an interview and talked to him, and I found out a lot of stuff, D, but um, I'm, I learned from him that I need to go a little bit more regularly. More regularly? Yeah, so it doesn't, yeah. like, you know, all get crammed up. Well, I hold you're it
1: You're on every sometimes. quarter hour now.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I hold it sometimes. I'm backed up, and that's my problem. Between, between the cigarette breaks and the crap breaks, you're barely in the office at all. No wonder you're here 15 hours a day. <laughs> Let's talk to Ed from Westfield. Hey, good morning. Ed, good morning. Hey, man, how's it going? Not too
5: bad. How
4: about
2: you guys in there?
0: We're hanging in there, buddy. So uh, what did you learn today, Ed? Uh,
2: what I learned today is a very important thing, actually. I got a ride in from one of my buddies this morning. And uh,
5: I, I really missed you guys. And you guys are the best station because he listened to a, a crappy station. You can't say it over the air. But uh, I, I've learned that I need you guys along with my Java
4: in
2: the morning. That's what I've learned.
1: We should get your friend to switch.
0: Right on. Yeah,
1: right I, on. He's... I say you should get your friend to switch. Uh,
2: you know, it's, it's it's a tough thing, but uh,
4: he was driving. And I didn't want to tell him what's up, and he's uh he's uh, not old school in uh, D way. He's the old school in the
0: ninety three way. Oh, that's old school, man. That's you know what? Those old habits <gasps> they die hard. That's that's we deal a lot with with people. Ed is that they've you know they get used to listening to somebody. And it just just to get into change is a bitch. We'll keep working on the. Hold on, Ed. Well, dark side, Dave.
3: <laughs> uh,
6: what did you learn today? Uh, I learned that with all the <laughs> KY jelly Nick has in his house, he can easily swim the English Channel. No problem at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You just slip right yes. through the water. Does it count if you're wearing swimmies? Like
6: a dolphin. You could be encased in
0: KY jelly. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a KY capsule sailing through the water. Sets the record. It's a fine product. <laughs> it's a fine product. He endorses yes, it, is. it. Let's go to Paul from Rocky Hill. Hey, Paul, it's Dave. Hey, how you doing? We're doing good, man. How about yourself? Good. All right, so what did you learn today, Paul?
6: Today I learned that hell has definitely frozen over 500 agreeing
3: with Nick for a change.
0: Uh, yes, mm. that was a little scary. His observations about growing up. That's right, Paul. How, um, how the kids, fr- your kids' friends have a greater effect, negative or positive, on the way they turn out than the parents do. And we had a number of people write in to say that it's totally true including some 18 year olds who said my parents have no clue of what I'm going through out here in the real world dealing with you know my peers and the effect they have look at that Nick
2: mm, yeah I get something going on upstairs you know <laughs> a little bit it's a little rusty sometimes but sometimes I'm able to
3: you know, see things like the too man <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's another comparison. With like the Wizard of Oz, Beth Dorothy. Yeah. I like to think that I'd be Scarecrow. Dark said you'd be Cowardly Lion, oh, and Nick on. could be the Tin Man. Yeah. Be the
6: freaking Lion.
0: brave in the end. It's a cool costume. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need the costume. <laughs> Nick gets the. You don't need the costume, yeah. and, and Nick gets the axe. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Nick, it's your turn. Mm. Well, uh, what did you learn today,
2: Nick. Today I learned something very important from Beth. Uh it's the 20th anniversary of the thong today. So uh, I mean, I'm very excited about that. So I think I'm going to do a cheek check this afternoon and I'm just going to walk around like the halls and stuff and make sure that all females are wearing thongs today on the thong's <laughs> birthday. Because if they're not, they're going to have to put one on. Sean and I will go buy some thongs and provide women who aren't wearing thongs with one while we do the cheek check. You know. That's
0: what you didn't think of, Nick. What's that? How to get So fired in the event that you have a contract? (laughs) There's one.
2: (laughs) I could explain that to uh, Paul and Manuel say, listen, I was just celebrating the song's birthday and uh, this is what we're doing for it. You know, it was like a promotion. It wasn't anything. We're not violating anybody. Like, Beth, I mean, I don't want to ask you this straight out, but I will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If I did a cheek. You should go with
1: your first impulse
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you wouldn't let me do a cheek check or anything?
1: Are you high?
0: <laughs> I think you'd be fine until you got to Paula. <laughs> yeah. Is that thong or bikini? I
2: gotta work my way around this check. Well, so
1: Why don't you take study. your little act and do a shame the city
0: <laughs> and okay. take it outside of the building? All right. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Beth. Good thinking. Uh, thank thank you. you. Shame of the city. I'm just
1: trying no. to get out of it myself.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame of the city.
1: <laughs> Foist them upon innocent bystanders. <laughs> you
0: know, like boxers a brief, thong, or bikini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you wearing? What like are you wearing? That. That's a good one, man. That's, that's perfect. Good thinking, Beth. That's why we have you around. Let's talk to Matt from Ledyard. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Hey, great. How are you? We're good. So what did you learn today, Matt?
5: Well, I learned today that... If Nick had broken both of his arms, his toenails might grow long enough that he could wipe himself.
1: Ooh, that's that's Guinness record territory right there.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, (laughs) Dark (laughs) Side. Oh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Who cleans the nails? Interesting image.
1: (laughs) 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 It's all around disgusting.
0: It's it's on so many levels.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so vile on so many levels. Well, I learned today that. Not only is David Drayman from Disturbed Jewish, not anything wrong with it, but he uh, observes at least a couple of the of, of the primary rules of Judaism. Doesn't eat any uh, any meats that aren't kosher. That I means he doesn't touch the pig, right, Beth? I guess not. That's the only, is that the only one, and uh, and also will not get any tattoos. Specifically because he's of the Jewish faith. And you can't be buried in a in, in, you know, Jewish cemetery if you have tattoos. So that uh, was interesting. I had no idea. Would not have known that. Hearing him screaming and yelling about the sickness and stuff. Because <laughs> he's got the sickness. Yeah, he wants you know, the, to get down with it. He gets down with the sickness. But apparently not with the tattoos or the or the pork. Right. <laughs> he's not saying, get down with it. I was thinking that. Well, all right, Sean, read them and weep. What do we got here?
5: Uh, you mind if I have a bite of your uh, hot dog?
0: Somebody who is
1: down with the pork. He needs to run his ass around the block a few times. And what the hell is that smell? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Kim from <laughs> Sinsbury learned that if Nick has any chance of donating any of his organs to somebody, they'd probably be, they would probably be better off taking their chances in the afterlife. Ed from Westfield learned that he needs Dee Snider Radio in the morning as much as he needs his java. Paul from Rocky Hill learned that hell has frozen over with everyone agreeing with Nick suddenly. And finally, Matt from Ledyard learned that if Nick broke both, his, both of his arms, he could grow his toenails long enough to wipe himself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Such a mental picture. I have to go to yes, that
0: one. It's so brutal. Matt's got to be the man, man. Matt, you're the man. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. That's totally unlike me, though. <laughs> I don't know where it came
5: from, I
0: swear. Well, it's well, it's there now. <laughs> I guess Matt's down with the sickness. All right, hold on, Matt. We'll get your information. We'll hook you up. Paul, Kim, and Ed, well played. Uh, and just see that, we bring out the best in people, Beth Lockwood.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: Well, Will Cowell's ready to get in here, so i got to move over. He's got Old School 104 coming up at noon. Uh, do know this. Tomorrow on D-Signor Radio, OzFest Week continues with an interview with Chester and Phoenix of Lincoln Park. Special on the road at the OzFest with Mudbone. Sagan's Advanced Edition. OzFest edition, nope. I should say, I with Psycho Dan. d Radio Week at the OzFest. Gotta love it. Oh. And let's see what else you need to know that's so very important. We will have some no more tickets to give away to, to the Rockcats nope. game on Thursday, August 2nd. d Radio Night of the New Britain Rockcats, that is. We're taking 300 not. listeners. Mm. Gorilla running into Section 201. We're going to oh. watch them take on the New Haven Ravens. All right, so we'll be giving away four packs of tickets for that tomorrow as well. And do not forget, people, very, very special 104Fest announcement. There are 25 bands for 25 bucks, but we've announced 24 of them. One more band, a lot of excitement. People are just starting, I don't know, just, my mind's going crazy thinking of who it could possibly be. That 25th band, that would really mean a lot. A great deal. To all listeners, who could that be? Big, big surprise tomorrow. So do tune in. It'll be around 8.15. You know they're thinking it's twisted. I wasn't even
1: thinking that, actually. <laughs> well,
0: I'll spare you that one. No, 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 no. It's not, there's no reunion going on or anything like that. All right, and do get your tickets for 104 Fest before they sell out. You don't want to be on the outside looking in. Have a great day, everybody. See you bright and early tomorrow. Okay, it should be a nice traffic jam there. All right, so head on over. And as a matter of fact, Psycho Dan will be hanging out with them today, okay? All week long, Monday through Friday. They're at different locations slapping stickers. And if you want... You can always go to any Record Express and pick it up, to uh, Ski Market. Is it Ski Market? Is that the name of the mm-hmm. store? I seem to have lost that page. Oh, there it is. Uh, Ski Market's in Manchester and Danbury, or Ricardo's Music Centers in East and West Hartford and Glastonbury. Just go and pick them up while supplies last. They got Euros right there, okay? Or you can send in a self-addressed stamped envelope to D. Snyder Radio, 10 Columbus Boulevard, Hartford, Connecticut, 06106. That sounds good. Um, Be sure to go to the Radio104.com website and go to answer the survey question for the Peeps Poll for this week's d Night Radio Family Feud. This Saturday, October 14th at Hatters Park in Danbury, we're holding an open house for Rogue Golf where potential players will be introduced to the rules and regulations of the game. We're trying to get a season going here, so we need to get our rosters together. There'll be equipment there so you can check out and see what you need for your team. You'll have a chance to meet other people who are looking to put together a team. That's this Saturday, October 14th, 1.30 p.m. at Hatter's Park in Danbury. That sounds good. This Saturday, I'm performing in Waterbury at City Limits. Saturday, October 14th, get your tickets through Ticketmaster and Strawberry's locations. There's three opening bands. It's going to be a great show. That's City Limits and Waterbury's 203-757-0111. That's Waterbury, by the way. And tomorrow on D Snyder Radio... Listen for a brand new At Home with Mudbone and a sports update with the legendary Rob Dibble of ESPN Radio fame. He can be heard on the Dan Patrick Show later this week. We'll be talking with Ted Nugent, Little Kings, members of the New England Storm, and Fuel. That sounds great. A lot of stuff to work with here. It's going to be a big week on D. Snyder Radio. You don't want to miss one day. See everybody bright and early tomorrow. Stick around. Pike's up next. This is Radio 104.